A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. How's it going? With Pete Davis, sidekick producer at Sports Rack on Tour Extraordinary. He's got a little fuzzy bunny man here today. And the mechanical mangler at the controls. It's Falounder. Look out. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. Feels like a different. I don't know what to this thing there. Anyway, well, now, what is that, Mr. Magoo? I, I can't remember that character's name with a bang. He's got a hat and mustache. And this a, is this is Burl Ives from the Rudolph. Oh, God, that's what I reckon. Yeah, Burl Ives. And by the way, he was Burl a Ives great, the snowman. He was a great actor. I mean, you know, a little bitty tear left yeah. me down. I, I floundered. Do you, have, you even know the name Burl Ives? I've heard the name, but I'm not sure who he is. <laughs> this is so cool. I, re- I get the biggest kick out of figuring out where the delineation of the age group is of people who have known certain folks from the past and so forth. Uh, Burl Ives was a, uh, a country-picking, uh, 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 guitar-strumming... Folk singer. Folk singer. And great big yeah. old character actor, but he played in a couple of very famous movies. It was a ca- not Cat and Hot Tin Roof, but one of those. Uh, yeah, it was. Those, was that it, it was Cat and Hot Tin and, Roof. And there was another. Yeah. He played another southern uh, couple of different ones like that. Anyway, Burl Ives, and he play, he had this silly little song, "A Little Bitty Tear Let Me Down," and a clown, just old silly little folk songs. Uh, and now why are was talking about Burl Ives? Oh, because you have a dollar Burl Ives who was in. Now I forgot yeah. the story of him with the Christmas Story or, or the Grinch or whatever it was. No, he was in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rudolph, Reindeer. Right. He's the animated snowman as the narrator of oh, the story. Oh, there you go. I remember. I remember seeing the character. I forgot what it was. Oh, I almost lost my... By the way, this is very exciting. A couple things, a couple things. It's uh, it's Christmas week. We're on this week. We're off next week. And so are we doing the best of, Flounder, or what are we... Uh, what's going uh, to we're going to do a best of on Christmas Day, and then we'll probably just have syndicated fill-ins. Oh, excellent. Be even better. Um, uh, 305, Kim Pete and Flounder. Here's our phone number, uh, 404-741-1230, Four one one two three zero. A lot of things going on there news-wise. Well, it's kind of a hodgepodge day, and I really don't feel like doing newsy stuff. I'd rather just have fun and do talk and see what's going on. And uh, that's why we have our phone number. Love for you to join us. We love phone calls. Uh, a couple things first to set the stage. We do have newsy stuff. We'll talk about the new Texas Board of Law. Oh, there's already a lawsuit. Well, the first day is already a lawsuit, which is good because it has to go to the courts uh, on the issue of border security. And because the feds aren't doing squat, Texas is doing it on its own. And and by the way, you know, it's amazing. 12,000 people a day, uh, another record. Uh, this week in in Texas, it's just uh, it's outrageous, uh, and they keep saying the border's secure. <laughs> and now they've I, I heard on the three o'clock news. Uh, well, they've called off the bipartisan talks about border security, but there's no border security. What are you talking about? All they're doing is helping more people come over and sign the paperwork to get in for free. It's just outrageous. Nobody can be in favor of this, and yet they're all saying, "Well, well, you got to help the poor people." No, we don't. Come on, give you're killing me here. These are able-bodied men who just don't, you know, want to come to America because we're such a great place to live. Well, that's fine, but you know, you at least come in and sign the freaking book. Do it the right way. Anyway, like this, I, I'm, I'm tired of talking. It's just driving me nuts. Also. 
One of the January 6th, mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt uh, protest day, has now won his case and showed that the cops who were uh, charging him lied and faked it, and it's a typical, I'll bet the FBI was behind this. I'll bet you Christopher the Cossack Ray of the federal Gestapo investigation was behind the whole thing. These phony charges. And by the way, uh, Twitter stuff going around now uh, that the state of Georgia has now discovered that there was something like 17,000 false ballots in the election for the president last time. Uh, 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 president White Trash, Joe White Trash, won the state by 11,000. And there were 17,000 bad ones. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> and yet they're all going to prison for uh, conspiracy and RICO acts for challenging the election results. These dirty, stinking, scumbag liberal Democrats. Honestly, God, they're trying to destroy the country, and, and, they're, and they're feeling this way about us. You and me. It's not Trump. They've, this way they feel about us. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of stuff. So I got the guy with the victory thing. Also, uh, let's see. Al- oh, Alec Baldwin <laughs> getting into a shouting match with some uh, protesters. In, I guess it was in New York. And uh, let's see. Uh, oh, we got a, We got sorry, uh, James. Uh, the brother Biden is now in trouble on these phony loans. They're going to get They're, they're, all, they're all going to get caught. Yeah, let's make a more. Po- oh, yeah. Oh, no, let's, in fact, let's uh, figure out how to do that. Twice today, we have. It's two tickets, right, to each time? Is yes, that correct? that's okay. correct. Okay, we have two. This is really pretty cool. If you know the name Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson is a very famous doctor uh, who has the We Who Wrestle With God tour, and he's a psychiatrist, a professor, an author, a podcaster, very famous um, the social media, uh, a celebrity, and he's caused a lot of trouble because he just got in trouble with Canada, his home uh, country, because they made him go through a, a process to prove that he shouldn't have his license taken away to, uh, to be a doctor. This is outrageous. Anyway, he's coming to uh, State Farm Arena March 15th. And we have two tickets to give away this hour, and we'll give away two tickets in the 5 o'clock hour. Pete Davis, how would you like to give away the tickets? We have a, uh, Can you do a magic word, whoever calls with a magic word? <laughs> or if they remember something that we referred to in the first part of, the, of this half hour, maybe, or something? I don't know. What do you want? Or just say, whoever wants them, we're going to have them get called. First you guy calls, get them. You know what? What? How, how about if they call up with a line from a Christmas movie and try and stump us? Oh, we could do stumping. Well, now, the only problem with that is if it's a Christmas movie we've heard of, you know, it could be, you know, Freddy's Christmas movie from, uh, you know, Taiwan uh, Overseas Theater Company or something. So if it's if, if it's a no, well-known it Christmas be... movie, I mean, then we would know. You know don't yeah. try to be idiots about it. But we, we want to have fun giving away the tickets, so let's do that. 404-741-1230. Again, two tickets to go see Dr. Jordan Peterson at the State Farm Marina March 15th. So you got it's three months away. So I mean, you know, you've got your plans. March fifteenth, Doctor Jordan Peterson, two tickets, four zero four seven four one twelve thirty. And uh, if you have a line from a, a Christmas movie, a line from a, a Christmas movie that we would know, and if we can, if we can figure out uh, who said it or what the movie was or something about it, that'll be fun. So let's do that. So at some point in the next little while here, three oh three ten almost three ten. Oh, before I forget, uh, again we got a lot of new. Oh, oh the little girl on uh, uh, whether to sit on Santa's lap. By the way, I really hadn't thought about this in modern day culture on whether that's a thing. And there's actually an issue about it, which I hadn't thought of. And as a father of daughters, I did challenge one guy at a carnival once for the way he put my daughter, Sarah, into the seat on the carnival. And it became an issue. But anyway, so we got that going for us. Also, cooking the per- a perfect Christmas turkey. I, don't, I think they left out something. Anyway, uh, before I forget, 
I mistakenly, uh, well, Flounder uh, took some uh, pictures of us at the Christmas party Saturday night. Oh, remind me to talk about sick people. Anyway, Saturday night at the Christmas party, um, and one of them I took w- was with Veronica. And Miss Veronica, and so uh, Flounder uh, sent me that picture. I think he sent one to you too, Pete. He took pictures of the some of various things at yeah. the party and sent them to us. And so I was going to send them to my kids last night. So I sent the picture and I sent it off. And I, and I said uh, from Flounder, uh, Flounder's girlfriend at the Christmas party last night, XOXO. Well, I only write XOXO when I'm sending it to my kids and my favorite ex-wife, you know, the one who actually did love me, and which is uh, the three of them together get all those pictures. And so I sent it, and then I realized, uh-oh, I made a mistake, and I put it on Facebook, which is fine, but I don't know whether Flounder wanted me to put a picture of him, you know, I, I don't know whether he wants to can he be more private about this. I really kind of felt bad because it was sort of an accident. Holy cow, the reactions. I mean, there must be 5,000 people reacting, such as... Oh my God, she's gorgeous! <laughs> Flounder, <laughs> Flounder out kicked his punt coverage. Great picture! Holy crap, Flounder! Kimmer, you are right to stay on that boy. Uh, Flounder's a lucky man. Uh, you're smiling ear to ear now. I know what you were talking about this afternoon. And then Phil Hansen, we know Phil Hansen from uh, a very famous yeah. personality. With <laughs> he says, Oh my God, what happened to Flounder? He looks like crap. Oh, what? Oh, never mind. Now, very funny. I thought that was Flounder next to him. Uh, let's see. Fly. Kemper stopped losing weight. Great, great picture. Um, I got a couple more. Hold on. Um, uh, uh, what a great picture. Uh, uh, oh, man. Flounder's is shooting well above his pay grade. Uh, that fella done good. Uh, let's see. He's definitely punching above his weight class. And she's a doll. <laughs> you go, Flounder. And, and one of them said, hey, uh, where she's holding her hands in that picture, you might want to check and see if you still have your wallet. <laughs> That's going to be fine. Anyway, uh, uh, and, and by the way, somebody said, I think our friend Denise, who, by the way, uh, sent us a Christmas card, boys, for the, uh, for the, for the uh, she's the, uh, the lady who tried to single-handedly <laughs> keep our podcast going. Anyway, very nice Christmas card for the three of us. Having a Merry Christmas and happy as the holidays. Uh, hope the new year is amazing. God bless him. Much love from Denise. Thank you, sweet girl. That's very kind. She's, she sent me some uh, handkerchiefs with a, a monogram with the, with the initial P on them, because I always say you should carry a handkerchief in your pocket for the ladies in case they need to blow their nose on you or something. Anyway, um, so uh, the reactions to this uh, with Flounder and the girlfriend I thought were very touching and very nice, and I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, 313, coming up, uh, we have extra new stuff. Plus, uh, um, we're probably all going to get sick. All the people we saw at the party and then the people who were sick, we've seen, and now we're all gone today. I'm sick. The morning, Well, there you are. In the morning show, uh, it, w- it was only uh, the rhino by himself. Even Borlaub Joe was sick. Oh, no. All of them were sick. So I've been <laughs> expecting something bad to happen. Anyway, 313 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Seventeen with a Kimmer Pete and Flounder. Santa Michael Jackson here. What was he about nine? Holy mackerel. I remember, in fact, uh, Corey Flounder, you never re- wouldn't remember that because you weren't even born, I guess. Probably. I remember the Jackson Five. I mean, Do you, when he was a little kid, dancing around here on the Ed I mean, Sullivan I just Show. I videos and records and stuff yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, well, on this day in 2015, 33 years after it was released, Michael Jackson's classic album, Thriller, 
became the first to sell more than 30 million copies in America, 33 years after it came out. The recording industry says the latest sales figure showed Eagles' greatest hits, 1971 to 75, had now sold 29 million. Michael Jackson sold 30. And Billy Joel's greatest hits, one and two, sold 23 million. Wow, either way, that's pretty good. Uh, let's see, a quick... Um, now, Flounder's birthday list and uh, history list guy is done for the year, apparently. Uh, but I luckily, and although he doesn't, you have some music uh, uh, birthdays, I think, is, uh, coming through there, which we'll get to. But I have, uh, I have, other, I have my other sources that I do every night for, for the next day. And so here are some birthdays uh, for uh, a special Christmas list. Uh, remember the name Mike Lookinland from the Brady Bunch? He's 63 yeah, today. One. Yeah, 63 years old. Holy cow. And, oh, by the well, way. The one. What's that? Hmm. Was he the young one or the middle one? I don't know. I never watched the show. I know I know there was a show, but I don't think I ever watched it. Is that the one where the guy was uh, scorefacker-laking with the old lady? Uh, yeah. the, that was the one, right? Brady Bunch? Well, one of the kids was... Was it Michael Lookin' was, uh, was doing the old lady with the, the mom? No, he was the, I think he was the youngest of the three sons. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, Mike Lookin' Land is 63 from the Brady Bunch. And, uh, by the way, Pete, I have four... Uh, sports uh, things coming up here when we do holy crap at sports later on today. Uh, and we're, oh, we're going to do a, we're going to do a giveaway. Uh, one quick history thing. I'm I'm floundered today. I can't even believe it. Uh, let's see. Quick, quick. Uh, 1959 on this day, Walter Williams died in Houston. 1959. Walter Williams happened to be the last surviving veteran of the Civil War. Can you imagine being alive in 1959 and fighting in the Civil War? He died at the Which age side of, did he fight for? of 117. Doesn't say. It did not say. Uh, I didn't Google it. Walter Williams was his name from Houston, 1959. He died. So if I probably, I suppose, if I had Googled it, I didn't really think about what side he fought for. I didn't. I didn't pay make any attention. It didn't make any difference. Pete being the man of all people, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, he probably. Uh, well, it it would make a difference because. That would prove who actually won the war, the last survivor. Well, look at it. Walter Williams, a last surviving veteran. Look, you can Google it while, I, while we do this. In fact, oh, I just lost my thing. i got to put my thing back on. Well, I didn't lose my thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have, I'm very excited. I'm, sorry. I'm really good. Now, look at this. If you can see on YouTube, I've got two things. Flounder fixed me up today. He fixed up my iPad. Every time I come in here, Flounder does something new to the iPad. At some point, I'm going to have it all set to go and be able to figure it out. At the moment, I'm still We won. I'm still messing with this other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Walter Williams was the last man dying from the Civil War. And by God, he was a Southerner, so the South won. Uh, keep the, he put was those from monuments County. <laughs> yeah, he was from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put the monuments <laughs> back. Yeah. Get those flags back. <laughs> now, now, now we know why that Confederate uh, Robert E. Lee uniform was being worn Saturday yeah, night at the Christmas you, party. There you go. <laughs> Unknowingly, but still it was real. Uh, anyway, I was saying I've got flounder fixed me up on my iPad, so now I've got and now I have my phone, which I'm going to use for uh, for looking at, at a picture stuff. But then he's got my, my iPad fixed up for the same thing as kind of linked, which is really cool. And he's got I figured out how to do. I've got a camera on there, and we, oh oh, and he sent some. So we're going to play a song from a guy talking about how it's kind of a, a fun a comedy song about the government taking all our money and stuff. Uh, a little later on, and. So Flounder sent it to me, but I looked it up instead of, instead of on my phone, I put it onto my iPad for the bigger, you know, thing. But I, there was no sound. 
I said, oh, my God, I found it. There's no sound. And she comes running in. Nobody, we couldn't. Well, we finally found a little sound thing. So anyway, so we're getting there. So, But I've got two devices now, which I'm very excited about. Okay, let's do this. I really, I really screwed up earlier. Uh, when I mentioned we're going to give away tickets to Dr. Jordan Peterson, I should have said, let's do it right now. Uh, you know, the first callers to try to stump us with a Christmas movie line, and we try to get some movie. And if we don't get it, then you get the tickets. Well, a bunch of people called, and Flounder said, well, we're going to do it later on. It was my fault for not saying, let's go ahead and do it. So let's do it right now. Let's do that now. 404-741-1230. 741-1230. And we're giving away two tickets. We'll do it also after 5 o'clock. We have Brent on the line, and he's ready to play. Okay, okay. Two tickets to Dr. Jordan Peterson. His tour is coming. We Who Wrestle With God tour coming to State Farm Marina March 15th. By the way, if you want to buy tickets, you go to LiveNation.com. You can do that. Anyway, we have two tickets. Uh, the psychiatrist, professor, author, and podcaster uh, will be here. And there are two tickets. And, again, you have to give us the, uh, a line from a Christmas movie to see if that we would, you know, a movie we would know, obviously, and see if you can stump us, and then we'll give you the tickets. All right. Uh, uh, Brent's on the right. Brent, you're on the radio, man. Uh, uh, stump away, sir. Hey, Kimmer. Yeah, man. Um, you can mess with a lot of things. But you can't mess with kids on Christmas. Hmm. Panel? Staff? Staff? Sounds like, sounds like Christmas Christmas vacation. Sounds like Christmas vacation. It does sound like Christmas vacation. Flounder? Or yeah. Bad Santa. Yeah, oh, Flounder's in a bad... I'm sorry. If I, I can't see... I, I shouldn't call on you when you're waiting. He's, he's got like nine things going. You know, in fact, we, we need a little something for Flounder to help out answering the phone. Without, there ought to be somebody, you know, as well, would like to come in here and, and sit in the back here and answer the phones once in a while or something. I, I, Flounder's got like nine things going on in there. All right, he's so doing promos and phones. See, the, the, the guy can't even be part of the thing there. Uh, uh, <laughs> give the line again, Brent. Give the line again. <laughs> the line is, you can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas. Hmm. Was Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie? Um, I don't think so. You're gonna you're gonna kick yourself. You're gonna kick yourself. Well, let's see. Uh, I hope it, it wasn't like the other. Uh, Home right. Alone. I think it's Home Alone Two. Home Alone 2, wow. you Googled it. I think you Googled it, and I think you're right. Yeah, I did. I Googled oh, it. You Googled, oh, you dirty rebel. That's not fair. Well, now we've got to give it. I Googled it. Uh, I had to find out a catchy one. Well, but. now, I, I have kind of a bone. Now, everybody know, knows Home Alone 1. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many people have ever seen Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 has, has uh, Donald Trump in it. Yeah. Is that a pre-qualifier? Yeah. No, no. Well, no. I mean, it, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just saying on my my out my input is that um, I uh, that's not a movie I, I have ever seen. But you guys probably have, so that would count. Then that's no. not a thing. You haven't seen it. Uh, Brent wins. Yeah. Seen it. I, I will give you the take. Yeah, you got the, famous Christmas quotes. And that was like the fourth one down. I'll be damned. Well, then there you are. You, right. you congratulations, and you have the tickets. And I hope you have a great time so on this. It'll be fun. And by golly, next time I see Home Alone two on HBO replay or something, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and, and by the way, Brett, was that any better than the first one? The first one, what? Home Alone two. Home Alone. Yeah, was that Home Alone two better oh, than Home Alone? I haven't seen. I've seen Home Alone once when I was like 12 years old. I haven't seen yeah. any of that. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, we'll put you on hold. <laughs> Don't go away. And uh, we got oh, two tickets uh, for Brent who won. Okay. And sorry for the next. Uh, was that uh, Danny? 
Oh, no, Danny Warfel. That's the guy who shows us and the automatic name pumps up on our line. Anyway, well, after 5 o'clock, we'll do it again. We'll have a look. And we may pick another way of do, giving the tickets away. In fact, we probably should. Because this never works. We never guess anything. <laughs> so in other words, it's we first. We give it to the first caller. Yeah, first caller. You mean, we'll just give them to the first caller. What the hell? You know, <laughs> make idiots out of ourselves, which, of course, is fun anyway. All right, hold everything. 325, 325. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer with uh, Pete and Flounder. 404 741 uh, we have news. Uh, we'll talk about the Texas thing in a second. I do want to pass along something I heard. Two different things are going on for scams for Christmas shopping, especially for last-minute Christmas shopping, which is us, right? Well, there's some people right now, it, just a few days beforehand. If you are in the habit of giving gift cards, which I am. My, both my daughters love gift cards to a special place that they can there. I mean, and I do it every year, and I give them something else too, but I always make sure they get a gift card for a place they want to go. In fact, I sent Molly a little gift card. I, I sent her some stuff, some Taylor Swift stuff, but also I'm likely to give her a little gift card to a boot place for her uh, boots for riding and stuff. So anyway, um, uh, gift cards, as you know how, pop, how popular they are. Well, two different things are going on. Two different cheating scams on gift cards. One, I saw a video on my phone popped up of a cop showing how you can take a gift card from one of those stands in the store and cut off the part, the top, the top part that has the silver tab on it. Actually, with a pair of scissors, cut it off and take it, put it in your pocket. Then you take the rest of the card and put it back in the envelope because it looks like the whole thing is in there. Because the part that shows in the envelope is a part that you haven't cut off. See what I mean? So people won't know that the top part of the card is gone unless you feel for it. So if you're picking up a card off one of those stands at the Publix or wherever you get them, make sure you feel for the whole thing to make sure there isn't some part that's been cut off. Because what they do is, is they take them and, and they, you know, they cut them and they put them back on the stands. Okay, that's one thing. The second thing is they will actually remove the silver strip and get the numbers off it and then put the strip back, but the numbers are gone. And when people go to use the gift card, it says zero money in the account. So, so I mean, you know, just be cautious. I mean, what a night. I, I mean, my, you know, people are so, you know, I mean, what sneaky, Grinch. rotten. I mean, you know, it's just. <laughs> That's a Grinch thing. Can you do, imagine? Right I mean, my God, going to, you know, your, I mean, and again, there was a story on, on social media. I read about it. This poor lady, uh, the, uh, the neighborhood felt sorry for her because she had a new baby, you know, or whatever. So they gave her like $200 worth of stuff for baby clothes and formula, diapers to take care of her new. Yeah, not zero. She goes to check out with all the stuff at the counter. Zero. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. I mean, God, you know, you, you kill somebody like that. I swear, if, if the person, if they did that to me or my wife or my girlfriend or my mother or something or my daughter or something like that, and I was there and they were there, I'd have freaking killed him. I would have put a You're bullet in his head. One. <sighs> and then I put a bullet in the other place because you know what I'm, I've told you before. If I ever get in a place where someone's trying to kill oh, me or carjack me and I have to shoot him, the last bullet's going to go right in his nuts. But, no, 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 no. You shoot him in the nuts first, and then you shoot him in the head, so they feel it before they... Well, yeah. <laughs> I just say, you know, which knee, you know, <laughs> to start. You bury the lead and you shoot him in the head first. It's, it's like the Joker says when Batman smashes his head. He goes, never start with the head. It makes you all fuzzy. <laughs> 
Oh, Marcy, 329 with the Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has done it. He set himself on a collision course with the Biden uh, crime family about the Mexican border. They, at least 2,000 migrants cross the border every day with Texas getting most. 12,000 now have been setting records twice this month. And I think just yesterday, in fact, there was a quote from the border agent saying it's the worst day ever, the worst day they've ever had. Can you imagine 12,000 people coming in in one day, 12,000, and we're letting them in? Come on in. No problem. Well, they passed a bill. They passed a law, and he signed it in Texas. And it's a way to comfort, uh, confront the uh, spiraling humanitarian disaster. It's announced by critics. The law will uh, obviously face a challenge. It's already been sued as of today. The first lawsuit's already been signed. The law allows any Texas lawman or woman to arrest people suspected of entering the country illegally, (laughs) kick them out, and then if they reenter, they can get up to 20 years in prison. Uh, the consequences of should be so extreme that people being smuggled will not want to be coming into the state of Texas, according to the governor. Uh, and again, it's a, it's a misdemeanor. And with, when you get caught, you will have the uh, you can sign a little document saying, "Okay, I'll go home. Sorry, I came in here." But if you come back, then it turns into big time Charlie. Uh, they had to shut down two border crossings and the railroads in Texas in Eagle Pass and El Paso because so many uh, migrants are hop- hopping on the freight trains. I mean, it looks like those videos from India where they all travel on top of the trains. You ever seen those? Like 10,000 people on top of the freaking railroads? Jeez. They have 10,000 people a day at some of those crossings. God. And it's fine with the Democrats. They love it. <laughs> no, Whippa, you are standing on my foot. <laughs> 331 with a kiver feet and flounder. Look out. Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick, of course. In fact, now that song... That's the song I want... The, it originally goes, I want you to want me. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a different song, and they had a Christmas <laughs> word, a so Christmas even word. I remember that song. I'll be damned. You sure it's Cheap Trick? Yeah. yeah. What, who'd you think it was? It doesn't sound like them, though. It doesn't sound like Cheap. It sounds like this a knockoff band. You remember now, but the, but the song is them. Yeah. And, yeah, and they yeah. did... Dry Yoakum did the song, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. I didn't know they, well, I guess everybody's probably got a Christmas. Live thing. at Budokan, one of the greatest live albums of all time. Well, I've Cheap never trick. heard of anything uh, involving that word you just said. Budokan? What the hell is Budokan? Budokan, it's, a, it's to- in Tokyo. It's like the Fox oh Theater God. in Tokyo. It's an arena. Uh, 337. Man, a world Bob traveler. Dylan has a live album from there. Everybody the Dil- plays Budokan. The, the, the Dilster. <laughs> the Babaluni. Uh, let's see. Our birthday list. Uh, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, by the way, 337 uh, on 106.3, Christmas week. Having a good time just being goofy. Our birthday list includes Jennifer Beals from the movie where she had the bucket of water poured all over when she was dancing, when somebody else was dancing, pretending it was her. Flash dance. Flash dance. And they had the bull mastiff. 
And uh, he gave her the bull mastiff. Guy, remember that when he showed up at the end when she won her audition, and then he I had never saw about, the movie. Oh my God! Anyway, I well, just saw the scene. Yeah, well, Jennifer Beals, yeah. sixty years old, and they made a big deal about it because they hid the name of the woman who did the dancing. And finally, that I think they had to go to. I think she, I don't know whether she sued or agent sued or something, but they didn't want anybody to know that that was not Jennifer Beals doing the dancing. And you'll notice that they, they you never saw her face. Through that entire dance move, they never saw her face. They did it deliberately. They didn't want to spoil, and they didn't want to put up credit saying, Coriara, dancing by somebody other than Jennifer, you know. So, and eventually it came out, and then she got a, mind, a credit, I think, at some point, but just for the record. But that was a big thing back then when it happened. All right, let's see. History list, history list. Yada, Tina, tum, bum, boom. Um, here we go. Uh, 1942. World War II veteran and daredevil Eddie Rickenbacker was pulled out of the Pacific Ocean after he and six other men had been missing for 22 days. They would have, in 1942, they would have starved to death, but for the seagull they caught and ate. Rickenbacker was on a secret special mission in the South Pacific when he went missing in World War II, 1942. Great movie about his life, and they show that scene in there about when they're trapped really? like that. Cool. What, what a what, life remember, he lived. Remember the name of the movie? Probably the Eddie Rickenbacker story. Yeah, they probably just be. named it after him, yeah. if I remember. He was a daredevil. I really don't know much about him other than he was a... He was our first ace. Yeah. In World War One. he was our first ace, and he was an auto racer. That's why they, they wanted that's him to be a was. pilot. They said, well, if you can race a car, you yeah. can race a plane. That's what it was. That's remember, there was something special about him. Doing. I guess he was the first one. Uh, and he, he was our first ace, got five kills in World War One, and then later didn't he start Eastern Airlines or was the big wig? I think of he was. I think he was uh, one of the, the CEO or the uh, something. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah. I believe you're right. Uh, three thirty, uh, th- almost three forty, almost three forty. Can repeat and founder. By the way, founder. Said, all right, now I don't understand this. Founder sent something here, and it's uh, Clay Travis posting something on Facebook around someplace, and it says, "Good morning from Australia." Uh, and, and it's a list of terms from Barnhob. I, I'm not familiar with the, uh, the, what the hell is it? Oh, God, don't do this. A bunch of <laughs> analyzing the top ten, sur- what, what the hell, Parnbop? What is it? Pornhub. Oh, okay, I'm not, again, I, 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 the most searched terms. And I tried to open it, but it doesn't say anything. Uh, be careful. But it won't open. Be it just careful. says, ha, 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 favorite things. Everybody's laughing, but it, I can't find any of the listings. Where's the, where's the answer? What are the top 10 things? I don't see them. It says top 10 most search terms on Pornhub list is out. And I don't see there's no such list. Where is it? I mean, how are you supposed to get to it? Top 10 most searched. I mean, it's it's, founder just sent it to us. But, but, and you open it up, it's a Clay Travis thing on X, but there's no, there's no list. Well, maybe they have last the year's list, but they don't have this year's well, anyway. list up. Well, there, anyway, I, I, I guess there's a list of every. In fact, we we, I, I, we should be doing year-end lists, I guess, too, shouldn't we? Yeah, by the rest of the week. Yeah. Oh my God, less. We need to do year-end shows. lists and uh, Christmas. I have one. Okay. I have one coming up in sports. Yeah. Oh, excellent. In fact, we should. Guy, I, I really, I, I feel terrible about this. I'm kind of just slopping away here like an idiot. Um, also, oh, by the way, yes. last year, yeah. 2022, the number one search on Pornhub included the word lesbian. <laughs> I can't say the other one. No, no, there's a lot of bad. different possibilities. Well, we did there. we did this on the podcast a year ago. I think Pete did like a year in review on what was most searched. Uh, yeah, well, I don't think we can get away with that. Yeah, they're a little different on the uh, AMFM modulation. The actual radio. Okay, we could do two. All right. Two of the words, cosplay and trans. 
Oh, yeah. But all of a sudden, uh, I've had people. T- I'm not familiar, but people have told me that all of a sudden, when they're searching these web various adult websites, that all of a sudden a whole bunch of tranny videos popping up. That wasn't a normal your normal basic. Well, the funny thing is, is one of the popular ones is I was listening to the Clay Tra- is I think it's called Hentai and it's animation porn. Yeah, that, isn't that all like it's, a it's cartoon? Like, it's like cartoons. Stuff. Yeah, it's cartoon what's wrong porn. With, what's wrong with you? Who could? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Who could possibly want to watch that? I don't know. I guess like gamers. I mean, well, seriously, they have Lois from the. F- they have Lois <laughs> yeah, from, Lois from guy. Family Guy. <laughs> well, that's I mean, that's funny. I mean, if, <laughs> you know, a takeoff like that is like, oh, that could be funny. But how who would watch cartoon porn? Like Judy uh, Jetson, Lord. Wonder Woman. Come on. Oh, no, I Wonder just <laughs> bad legs. I'm sorry, just not a not a good uh, good thing. Bad mouth. Mouth like a torn pocket. Uh, Three forty two. Kim repeat and flounder. Four oh four three. Four oh four seven. <laughs> Shut up. I might as well be. Okay. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> but, you know, what difference does it make? I'm, I'm a freaking incel. No matter what, I might as well be gay. You know, jeez. Anyway, 404-741-1230. is our phone number. Oh, I'm going to do this stupid story on the J6 thing because it's important to show how the, I guarantee the FBI is behind all of this and all these uh, fake rogue uh, people on the January 6th thing. We'll get into it in a second. First of all, this morning, I'm, I listen to the morning show all, all morning long, basically. And uh, it's uh, the rhino by himself. He's in there all by himself. Apparently, everybody else is sick. Everybody who well, a lot of people are. It's uh, some folks are also already taking off for the holidays. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, like, even a uh, morning show podcast, uh, a board op, John or Joe, Joe, Joe yeah. was sick, uh, and and one of the others was sick, and uh, and the guy, a couple other people who were going to be here are sick, and the I mean, everybody was sick, so he did the whole show by himself. And by the way, he had a man to. Oh, by the way, I, I don't. Have you listened to Randall so much? The man has a thing about being naked. Have you have you heard him talk about this? He he go, walks around naked all the time. He went he he decided to go over to his neighbor's house and decide to go into the uh, hot tub and he didn't have a bathing suit so he says, "Well, you know, bathing suits are optional." So he just hops into his neighbor's hot tub with his neighbor naked. Is his neighbor a guy? I don't know. I I'm I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't get it. Oh, by the way, he, he, he brought Amanda in to talk with me. Amanda's so sweet. We just love Amanda. And they were talking about uh, you know, uh, dating stuff and icky stuff and things like that. And, and, he was, and he was saying reacting to social media now is starting to blast Taylor Swift because every time they put her picture up on the scoreboard or the Ambotron, um, whatever they call it, at the Kansas City Stadium, the crowd started, the guys started booing her. And, and, and uh, Flounder was saying, yeah, get her off there. We don't want some chick involved with a football thing. And I, I, I can't believe it. She's not the one. She's not putting her picture up there. She's not saying, hey, please put me on TV. She's a, a victim of this. And, you know, for the crowd to turning on her, is just, you know, I, these people don't get romance and they should be happy. How could you not be happy about a girl who's done all that in her life without a man to love permanently is now showing the signs of being a girl in love? Oh, my God, how could you not celebrate and be happy for Yeah. That? Yeah, and the Chiefs are playing like ass. So, yeah, that's why they're booing Well, her. yeah, but still, I mean, she didn't do anything. My God. All right, 345. Yeah, she took attention away from the game. Well, no, she didn't. She, yeah. They showed four they, seconds of yeah, a shot of her they, up they, there. They probably, I bet Burn her! They, I bet they Burn show, her as a witch! I, yeah, Burn her! <laughs> Oh my God. A lot of attention is put on her at the game versus 
What's going on on the field? Well, okay, fine. I've just, yeah. This is unbelievable. You're two cold-hearted oh, by, by bastards. Way. That's all. That's fine. If I call a bunch of cold-hearted bastards. I'm sorry. That's what it is. How could you turn against Taylor Swift being a girl being in love? I mean, I, I, you should be celebrating. Oh, get her off the damn screen. <laughs> you Grinches okay. for Christmas, I, I cannot. I can't get the vision of Rhino naked in a hot tub. I know, And please. all I can think of is the term... Vienna sausage. <laughs> well, why would you expose your shortcomings? 346 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. <laughs> Look out. songs with Elton John and it was on this day 2005 Elton Sir Elton turned down about seven million dollars for exclusive rights to his civil union to his partner David Furnish the couple had considered the offer from a US TV channel wanted to film the rights to his marriage putting the money in the Elton John AIDS Foundation but they told attitude magazine they decided to keep the day private I can. I certainly can see that. Now they they broke up, didn't they? I don't. Didn't they? Didn't no. They? What? They're still no, together. No, they haven't broken up. I, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't don't do anything. <laughs> uh, Three fifty one. Uh, those people put a snake in your mailbox. I swear to God, they're like Unitarians. I mean, you know, you question everything. <laughs> My God. Uh, <laughs> those those people. <laughs> those singers. <laughs> those singers and Broadway people. <laughs> Moving right along. We're walking. We're walking. <laughs> Our birthday list, uh, the disgusting Alyssa Milano is 51 today. Uh, or is that her IQ? At one point. Oh, she mm. was so hot, man. Yeah. Especially when she was about oh, 14. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, she was a dish. What? Well, no. When oh, she my was, God. Keep when, moving. When Just, she was 24. Oh, talking. When, I was, when she was 24. Okay. Uh, and oh, I'm on a history thing. Uh, a couple quick things. Um, uh, speaking of sickness... Uh, last night, when I went home, it looked like the whole place was sick and stuff. And we were all hanging around with them, you know, at the Christmas party. And then yesterday, and now today, they're sick. So I'm assuming, and Flounder says he feels sick. So there's something going around. So anyway, so here we go. And by the way, and last night, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this was probably not good. Last night, um, as I was leaving after 6 o'clock, obviously, and Mr. Dickey was still here. And he was right there, you know, right here in the bullpen area. So I come out the door, and I said, hey, you're supposed to go home. And I realized I was probably a little aggressive. Because <laughs> he, well, he was sick. He never, he didn't make it to the Christmas party Saturday night because he was sick. And all of a sudden he shows up and, you know, crack of dawn on Monday. And he's here the whole time. He's here after 6 o'clock. And I said, you're supposed to go home. And, and he said, oh, no. I said, I said, I hope you're feeling better, but you go get some sleep, man. And I realized, like, you're not really supposed to yell at the guy who owns the joint. So anyway, but, now, so, but I think he's back. I, they're all, everybody's getting some. So I don't know. Is what the hell? I don't care. Also, uh, this is honestly, God, we have actual newsy stuff, including uh, breaking news. This is so. If you can see on YouTube right now, 
This is really a first for me. You guys should be proud of me. And Flounder is the one who set this all up. I am now sitting in front of me, holding in my hand, my right hand, I'm holding my iPhone with a story that Flounder just sent me on our text messaging little doodad thing, little round circle texting message thing, and a, a, a loose story on that. And in front of me on my de- on the anchor desk here is my iPad, which is set up to get the picture Aww. of the most searched terms, which we got of uh, of Pornhub or Pornhub Hub. I'm not sure uh, of the most searched terms, which Flounder got. So I've got two different devices, and by the way, they're both plugged into different cord power cord things. I mean, this is unbelievable. This is I, this has never had. I've never seen such a thing. Well, two special social devices at the same time to make to be a better broadcaster for you, the little people. Mm. Welcome to 2009. Well, Kimmer. there you it's are. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is big for me. Uh, in, fact, uh, in fact, a couple things. First of all, uh, let's do the 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 uh, porn hub, uh, porn hub, hub, hub porn hub. Uh, we have that list. I can't do the whole list, but this was the most searched for terms of 2023 of the uh, of the adult website uh, uh, barn, uh, porn hub, porn hub. Uh, hen- again, hentai, which is cartoon, cartoon porn, is the number one search thing on Pornhub. Uh, number two is MILF. Uh, a lady I'd like to kiss, as that stands for. Uh, three, a lesbian. That's the most common, I'd probably say. Uh, what, MILF? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like, like Clay says, it's the vanilla ice cream. Of, yeah, uh, yeah. Although, uh, number three is lesbian, and number four is Japanese. I mean, I, I totally get all of those. And again, ladies, you know. It, it, but, but where where yeah. is the difference? Or what's the number uh, between Japanese and Asian? Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four Japanese, How can five, somebody six, seven, be, Asian is seven. They really think the difference when they do the search? Well, uh, uh, oh my God, you're, you're being extremely racist here. Flo. No, 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 he's not. No, he's not. No, he's, 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 no, he's making. A, he's making. A, he's making a very, a very absolute strong point. You, if you are uh, uh, googling, I mean, Asian. I mean, it's yeah. kind of. Yeah, that's the one. Right, Asian could be anything from Pakistani to Korean. Well, I have been told that if you if you Google Japanese porn, <laughs> you're likely to find a lot of uh, various uh, stages of Oops, salivating involved <laughs> with the various people involved in these particular scenes. Scenes. Who's telling you uh, these the things? Asian thing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been told I've been told if you Google Asian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more wide open. <laughs> anyway, uh, Japanese number four. Pene is number five. What? I don't even know what that is. Is that more cartoons? P- P-I-N-A-Y? That's the number fifth most searched thing on Pornhub. I don't know what it is. Pene? Pene. I don't know. I think it's like cartoon. I, I don't know. And then, uh, oh, this, I guess, is an abbreviation for analysis. <laughs> <would be> number, <laughs> number six. <laughs> Go down the dirt road. Go to, uh, seven is Asian. Eight is Latina. Nine, well, nine is big butt. Ten is stepmom. Uh, and then anime is number oh. like, Again, anime is another fake. Anime is uh, more cartoons. Pa- uh, then threesome Pa-nay and then is, ebony uh, and massage. What's that? Today is Filipino? Filipino. I'll be done. Well, I did not know that. So it's like kind of like Asian. So it's got the non-white, or, or three of the top ten are non-white. Oh, oh kind of like Asian. Like, <laughs> like a minor league Asian. Is well, that what no. trying to insinuate here? No. Again, <laughs> not quite in the big leagues yet. <laughs> right there. So, so I've read that, you know, the... the, the <laughs> 
that all Filipinos are from Japan, but not all Japanese are from the Philippines. So, again, that could be wrong. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Down at the end, uh, they got, what is it, like 20 of them is, uh, is a mature... Again, animation. There's another one for animation. Black, Korean, Indian, trans, cosplay, amateur, POV, femboy. Anyway, so there you go. That's the thing. Now, <laughs> sorry, uh, kind of blew this whole second. Uh, 3.57, and flounder some of this story, we were talking about the protests going on. And once again, at the uh, U.S. Capitol today, uh, dozens, uh, they say a total of 80 were uh, uh, were rounded up, 60 pro Palestinian Jew-hating insurrectionists were just arrested at the Capitol. It was another insurrection at the Capitol. So I assume they'll be held without bail and won't be able to go before a judge who will say, oh, yeah, no bail, and we'll get back in a few months. I assume another insurrection shutting down the Capitol, trespassing in the Capitol without permission. That's what the January 6th people did. And look what happened to them. And again, uh, this uh, the, the six of them just got arrested, or does that only happen to uh, mostly peaceful January six defendants? Uh, some reaction. I'm willing to bet not one of them will be prosecuted. They'll all be released. They all got arrested. They'll all be released. And coming up, the January six victory for a guy named Brandon. His actual name is Let's Go Brandon Stratka. Stratka. And by God, he won one and showed that they were setting him up. I guarantee it was part of the whole federal Gestapo of investigation attitude. Also, the new bumper sticker, my son did not go to Harvard. <laughs> Proudly displayed as more and more people are saying no, no. And by the way, since now people are no longer uh, even willing to get early admission to Harvard, a lot of other folks are saying, damn, now I'm going to apply because now they're letting anybody because <laughs> people applying are way down. It's all coming up. Almost 4 o'clock with a camera feed and flounder. Also, we have a concert quiz, uh, a sciatica nerve update, and uh, Pete Davis has a game for us to play. We have Pete's tweets, holy crap at sports, a billion things all coming up here, including a little stew. Speaking of Palestinian uh, protesters, Palestinian, Palestinian, uh, Alec Baldwin in a little melee. That's next with a Kimber Pete and Flounder coming at 4 o'clock right here. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. C is for the candy trimmed around the Christmas tree. H is for the happiness with all the family. That's Christmas, all right. R is for the reindeer prancing by the window pane. I 
is for the icing on the cake is sweet as sugar cane. S is for the stocking on the chimney wall. T is for the toys beneath the tree so tall. Kablam! No, no, it's almost over. Where everyone is kids. M is for mistletoe. A is for the angels who make up the Christmas list. S is for old Santa who makes every kid his pet. Be good and he'll bring you everything in your Christmas alphabet. Okay, who is that, Blouser? for the candy trimmer. I forget the guy's name. Dick somebody? Valentine? Yeah. for the happiness with all the... Well, it's Christmas time. I my ear. It's 404 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Here's our phone number if you want to join us. 404-741-1230. 404-741-1230. Flounder, where are our special Christmas songs? Uh, I got one right here, if, yeah. if your ears are ready Cheer. for it. Well, here we are. Yeah. Oh, I'm right, right here now. Oh, here we go. You know, it kind of reminds me. I should do my uh, my cat squeezing Christmas carols. I used to do that years ago on the radio, <laughs> and I'm like, I may have to bring that back if I can I try to pull it off. Anyway, uh, uh, certainly in the Christmas spirit here with a Kim Repeat and Flounder on 106.3. Christy Swanson's birthday. The actress, 53 years old today. Christy Swanson. Uh, she's been uh, uh, the name's familiar. I, I can't. I, I saw her face and I remember. Her. People know who she is. She's she's been around a while. And on this day in history, she 19- was the original uh-huh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, there you are. There you are. She's well. Oh. She's uh, her name's real. Christy Swanson. She's a very well known name. If you saw her face, you'd probably recognize her. You, she's also a well known you know conservative. What makes that do- uh, all right. So one of you at a time here. Flounder, you go yeah. first. No, no, Flounder, go first. Oh, you just left the room. No, I was just going to say, Christy Swanson is also a very well-known conservative. She's on Twitter, and she's very outspoken That's about right. Trump and I, things like that. And now somebody wants to talk to you, too. Come on in. He's trying to get, get a hold of your attention. Is that helping on the show? Is that about the show? No. Flounder's leaving the room. Uh-oh. Something bad happened. Somebody just came in and told Flounder something bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were you saying, Pete? I'm sorry. We cut you off because I was doing nothing. Christy Swanson. What makes that dog Christmas song special is the Ellie Mae walking around the cement pond music there in the, in the, when the dog isn't barking. <laughs> in the cement pond. Uh, 1989, it's the longest-running sitcom and longest-running animated show. 1989, The Simpsons. Debuts on Fox as a half-hour primetime show. It was originally a series of bits on the Tracy Ullman show two years earlier. But again, 1989, Fox put it on primetime. Very bizarre, and it worked like crazy. I'm a family guy guy. I really, I never really got into The Simpsons at all for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. I just never watched it. But the Family Guy, Family Guy. In fact, now the, my biggest fun now is if I'm work, walking around and there's a Family Guy from like 2010 or 2008 or something or whatever. Man, watch it because they got really brutal back in those days. Holy cow! All right, 407. September, Pete and Flounder. How you doing? Uh, we got a lot of uh, 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 like newsy stuff, including a victory for a guy named Brandon Straka. You may not know the name, but he is a uh, 
a former liberal, founder of Walk Away Movement, a cause he started five years ago to help voters who were disenchanted with the Democrat Party break ties with their progressive agenda. Well, he's been in battle for years to clear his name after a civil lawsuit related to his being at the Capitol January 6th for the mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt Day, the only person who died as a result of January 6th insurrection who was actually a protest was by a rogue, reckless cop who murdered her, basically shooting an unarmed woman in the neck. Well, and now the battle of Brandon Straka is over and he won. Here's what's going on. I'll read this. I'll read this to you. Oh, my my iPad just went dark. I got to go get my iPad back. Hold on. One, two, three. Four, the thing. Okay. Uh, he says, quote, two years ago, I served as I was served a civil lawsuit by eight black and brown Capitol Police officers whom I've never met, had no contact with on January 6th and whom I was not even within proximity of. They sued me under the KKK Act alleging that I engaged in a white supremacist attack on black and brown police officers, that I caused their so-called injuries, which included being pepper sprayed and becoming exhausted. Those were their injuries, exhausted and pepper spray, and conspiring to encroach on their civil rights, he writes. Almost every detail and allegation against me was a lie. In fact, I'll say it, a known lie. Knowing that I committed no violence on January 6th did not encourage anybody else to either. This lawsuit alleged that I, quote, violently breached the barricades of the Capitol and proceeding to attack police officers, including the plaintiffs. The case entered discovery where we gathered evidence that conclusively showed that none of those officers were even on the side of the building I was on during my brief time on Capitol grounds. One of the plaintiffs was in Maryland at the time that I was there. This case has cost me well into six figures and hundreds and hundreds of hours of my time, which, of course, was the whole point. Now the lefty rights has weaponized our legal system, turning Democrat-majority districts into a playground where they can abuse the process to harm those who get in the way of their political agendas. But this case was even too preposterous for the D.C. courts. After years of fighting, I won. This is a much-needed victory for truth, for decency, for even a shred of restoration of our faith that justice still exists within corners of our legal system. I want to thank all of you who helped out. And again, this was uh, Brandon Straka who won his case when they set him up and lied about him as part of the January 6th, mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt day. I'm telling you, I guarantee the, F- the, the liars at the FBI hierarchy are all behind all of this. Uh, 410, again, we mentioned uh, the story, uh, 60 of the protesters today just got arrested at the Capitol for insurrection. But, of course, they'll all never be uh, spending a day or a minute in jail. They may take them to the jail to be processed and let them go. I guarantee you they're not going to solitary like the people on January 6th did. And now protesters and more uh, illegal protest well, protesters, agitators flooding Penn Sa- uh, Station and Grand Central Station. A uh, big protest on uh, Monday, and they were telling Israel to go to hell. These were pro-Palestinian. 
Palestinian Jew haters. And Alec Baldwin kind of lost it. Flounder, we're going to play a little soundbite here with Alec Baldwin. Uh, he got in the face of the protesters who got in his face and started mocking Alec Baldwin for his tanking career. Uh, and uh, and you're going to hear, uh, it's mostly shouting, but I'll tell you what he said when he was asked if he condemned Israel. Uh, Baldwin said, hell no, and then they started uh, saying some bad words here. Flounder, if you Oh, I'm asking you a question. Is that your answer? Is that your answer? You ask stupid questions. Do you condemn? Ask me a question. Do you condemn Anyway, what he said was he was when he was asked to Alec Baldwin, police officers had to escort him. He had no problem shouting back at the people when the protesters spotted him and darted toward him, accusing him of supporting Israel. Baldwin had no problem shouting back at him, but then was met with the ire of the protesters. One guy shouted, shut your blanking mouth, you have no blanking shame, at, shouted at Baldwin. When he was asked if he condemned Israel, Baldwin said, no, I support peace for Gaza. Go blank yourself, the guy said. You ask stupid questions, said Baldwin. Ask me a smart question, I'll answer your smart question. Well, Baldwin is able to get through a door he's right in front of. Uh, the guy said, by the way, your career's tanking. Alec was on his way to volunteer to teach an acting class, and he had no intention of going what? to the protest. Yeah, uh, the back and forth came after demonstrators found their way to the hall at the Penn Station. Uh, cops stymied their efforts to get in there, putting up barricades around the entrances. But anyway, this is all Alec Baldwin uh, taking on the folks for the protest, and not that it was a, a particularly big deal. Uh, but this is fairly amusing. And at 4.12 in the afternoon, by the way, students are now rejecting early acceptance at Harvard. They're actually getting accepted. Now, if you remember the days applying to college, if you apply at right and you're a really great, great student, if they really want you, you get early acceptance and you have to not worry about sending other stuff out for other colleges. It used to be a huge deal. I mean, I guess it probably still is. Uh, but now students are saying, oh, I got early acceptance to Harvard. Never mind. I don't think so. Uh, they're talking about the anti-Semitism on the campus. Others saying a, Har- a Harvard degree is going to hurt them because employers are all over public now saying, if you go to Harvard, I'm going to hire you because of the way what you stand for and what you, what's happened to you, what's been going on with you. Anyway, more about that coming up. 413 with the Kibber, Pete, and Flounder. We'll give away more tickets to Jordan Peterson next hour, by the way, uh, with the Kibber, Pete, and Flounder on 106.3. <laughs> Here we go, stand by. This is the candy song. Candy everybody wants, 10,000 maniacs. Pretty cool. Uh, sad news on this day in 2000, 23 years ago, 10,000 Maniacs guitarist Robert Buck died of liver failure. He was only 42, uh, best known for Hey Jack Kerouac, What's the Matter Here, and Candy Everybody Wants. I like this song. What's the, what do they know? What's the, uh, Ten Thousand, Thousand Maniac has a song that I know and I don't remember the title. What, what's their most uh, popular? They did a, 
They did a, one of the MTV Unplugged albums, and they did a, uh, what was the name of the song? Oh. They, they had a huge song, and I remember, I remember the sound of this. Leave the Night, or Yeah, it was, uh, who night. sings that song because originally, the, though? Because of the Night. Because, yeah, Because of the Night. Uh, that was Patty, yeah. Patty Smith Patty and Bruce Smith. Springsteen. Oh, that Patty Smith. Uh, anyway, 10,000 Maniacs just for your entertainment. Our birthday list includes uh, Marla Sokoloff. I remember her. She was on the uh, TV series The Practice. She was that young redhead chick who showed up in the, as the series was going on. Man, I had the hots for her. Holy cow. Marla Sokoloff, 43 years old. She had the, she had the, there, there's different kinds of redheads. There's the, you know, there's kind of the dark, uh, dark auburn redhead. There's the uh, strawberry blonde redhead. There's the fiery uh, uh, reddy redhead. There's sort of the orange redhead. There's a whole bunch of different kinds of redheads. And she was back now, I just looked at her picture now. She's gotten much darker here these days. But back when she was on the practice, she was the kind of redhead. And she had the kind. Redheads also have the, a, a certain mouth. They have a, like, full lip mouth and uh, of a certain style of redhead. And she looks like a girl I grew up with. I won't give her full name. Her name was Lori, and she was a next-door neighbor uh, down the street. And she was a uh, beautiful redhead married to Tim, uh, 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 a good friend of mine. They're still married today, by the way. This is 1966. And uh, and uh, Mark uh, Marla Sokoloff is 43, and, man, she was just a doll. Anyway, a happy birthday to her. But she's a, she's the kind of redhead that uh, of the particular ones that, that was particularly attractive back in the day. Not that I should even say something like that. Uh, let's see. Let's do a little sum here on the old thing here. Uh, 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 history. 1732, Benjamin Franklin began publishing Poor Richard's Almanac. That was 1732. And in 1732, Thomas Paine started his first American crisis essay. And in 1843, Charles Dickens published A Christmas Carol. Well, three publishing dates in history. Uh, 404 uh, right, here we go. Students uh, rejecting Harvard early acceptance because of the anti-Semitism. Uh, one student, a family in particular, were not celebrating getting into Harvard early. Instead of taking their offer from Harvard, the student is now scrambling to send applications to the remaining Ivy League schools, Stanford, MIT, and Emory. The student who is not Jewish is applying elsewhere over concerns that going to Harvard might hurt his employment schedule and prospects. There's a guy who runs a company called uh, Command Education, which, which helps people fill out forms and get into college. Like the companies that got in the scandal when, you know, back over in the West Coast, people, all those, all those actresses and stuff. Anyway, uh, so the guy who owns a company he says, oh, my God, why would you go to Emory if you've already gotten into Harvard? And he says, well, because of what's going on with the people at Harvard. And incidentally, Yale saw its lowest early acceptance rate in more than 20 years. And this guy reports that Duke in North Carolina and Emory here in Atlanta are popular with students seeking alternatives to the Ivy League. Duke had a 1,000 more applicants at any time earlier decision plus and about 30% increase from last year. The second-tier schools are becoming more and more viable options, so their acceptance rates are going to continue to drop. So more people are now applying to get out of Harvard. And, in fact, uh, our friends at the Babylon Bee uh, said there's a proud parent whose child just got into a university other than Harvard, and they're so proud they've decided to slap a my kid did not go to Harvard bumper sticker on their car. Not going to Harvard is one of the clearest indications that someone has intelligence, character, and common sense, said parent Susan Grant. What as she wiped away a tear? I'm just so proud of my son. Wow, their kid didn't go to Harvard. Lucky, said one passerby. 
that woman must have really done a great job raising her kids. My kid didn't go to Harvard bumper sticker, sits next to a second bumper sticker about one of the children finishing a marathon. And he had another bumper sticker commemorating a daughter's first place finish in a national ballet competition. I love my kids so much. They're all talented. But Stevie's my favorite because he's not going to Harvard. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, it's real. It's real. They say it's real. Uh, politics coming up here with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder as well, uh, including the, the latest on James Biden. Uh, the Iowa governor is having a real problem with Donald Trump. <laughs> Ow! God! <laughs> what, what did I forget, Flounder? All right, how about a yeah. comedy bit here? A little comedy bit there. There you go. <laughs> We have diversity, other teams don't. Or if you look at the Olympics, you look at our uh, U.S. gymnastics squad, we have an Asian girl, a white girl, a black girl. Look at the Chinese squad. (laughs) (laughs) Any guesses? Did you guess exclusively Chinese bitches? <laughs> yeah, that's all that's ever been on that team. That's all that will ever be on that team. And they wonder why they're not getting golds anymore. Well, you better get a Harlem in China. <laughs> you think snapping together iPads all day is tough? It is not as tough as it used to be. Now they have suicide nets around their building so they can jump out, bounce right back. Sorry, boss, just need some fresh air. Oh, my God. Is that the guy who was just in the news? Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. <laughs> and I forgot what he was complaining. He was complaining about uh, cancel well, culture. Cancel culture, yeah. He was for cancel culture. Yeah, he said uh, you have to stand up to take responsibility if you say th- something. And there he is being. <laughs> that should be the complete opposite of what a yeah. comedian thinks. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, I mean, take a look at the well, world. He's from the stupidest generation ever put out until the one that came after it. So what do you I, I, mean, I mean, seriously, look at, I mean, this business, about, this business about Harvard. I never in my wildest dreams, and I'm a preppy. So, I, you know, I, the prep school students are, are, are feeder schools to go to Ivy League schools. And I, I, I never in my wildest dreams would I ever have thought that getting into Harvard would be a negative and Wait. that you would try to avoid it at all costs. Wait, well, yeah. So you're telling me yeah. that Michigan State and Arizona <laughs> State are Ivy League schools? I well, didn't know they had joined the I, Ivy League. You know, they were... They were <laughs> <laughs> this is news. Maybe I didn't want to go to Harvard or Yale or Princeton or Brown or Dartmouth or Penn or Williams or uh, um, uh, Amherst Cornell. or Cornell or, yeah, or all of them. I guess there are, what are there, nine of them? Amherst, I mean, not Ivy League. It's Amherst, not Amherst. Yeah, Amherst, I don't think, is Ivy League. No. Well, it's, it's, it's like Williams. It, uh, William, my brother went to Williams. Hardest school in the country to get into. Yeah. Anyway, a great little college. We got Scott college. on the phone in Mableton. He wants to say hello. Scott in Mableton, happy Christmas early and Happy New Year early. You're on the radio, man. What's going on? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Well, you know, uh, I don't know what they call Harvard nowadays, but do if you go to Emory, I mean, I think you would become an Emory. Yeah, you're the Emeroids at Emory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Arbors. Oh, I don't know my what God. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's like, uh, and what, what about those two knuckleheads that were... Uh, that were caught in the uh, U.S. Senate uh, this past week. Yeah. By the way, have you seen the new headlines now? Apparently, they, they're uh, the uh, the gay community think there's a new gay nightclub in the Senate ho- housing in the office building of the United States Senate. It's turned into a gay nightclub. <laughs> I mean, my God. Oh, and, and, and I, I did. Did you see what the name of it was? 
uh, the name of what? Of the office building? The name of the, the, name of the gay nightclub. What? Tail Gunners. <laughs> Tail Gunners, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Have, have a great day, man. Four, when I, uh, 428. When I used to live in Grant Park, there was, a, there was a gay bar right by the fire station. And I have to say it was a pretty creative name. Which was? It was called the cockpit. <laughs> oh, I, well, the tongue and groove yeah. was pretty interesting. The camel's the hump day. in New York. <laughs> uh, you know what the the Highland Tap used to be called? Uh, I bet I rem- I, I don't remember, but I'll bet I knew years ago. I don't remember what. Uh, back in the 80s, it was a gay club, and it was called the Texas Drilling Company. No, I don't remember that. The Texas Drilling Company. <laughs> <laughs> Oil! Uh, 428 with a Kim repeated flounder. Oh, my goodness. Uh, by the way, um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, oh, we're, oh, um, we're going to do a Peach Tweets later on. Also, we have kind of a concert quiz and uh, some other stuff coming up. Quick, uh, a political thing, though, before I, get, before I forget it and run out of time here. James Biden, here we go again. More evidence coming in of actual court documents and financial records. James Biden... Was the brother was given a loan, did not do anything for it, and it was all because of his last name, and he's been caught. He got James Biden, the brother, got a $600,000 loan from a struggling health care company on the promise that he said, my name will bring you funding from the Middle East. A woman named Carol Cox, uh, I'm sorry, Carol Fox, is a trustee for the financially distressed hospital operator, AmeriCorps, and she told members of the House Investigating Committee she filed a lawsuit against Biden, saying he made representation that his last name Biden would open doors. He could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections. So they gave him a $600,000 loan to be paid back to AmeriCorps. In an interview, she said she didn't see records or documents of the loan from AmeriCorps. They wired a $200,000 loan into the personal account Dave Biden and his wife Sarah and the same day James Biden wrote President Joe a $200,000 check the exact amount from the same personal account question President Biden has to answer for the American people does he have documents proving he sent such a large sum of money to his brother and what were the terms of such financial arrangements did he have similar financial arrangements with other family members led to make similar large payments to him the president must have had two sources, either predatory loans from senior citizens' money fraudulently invested by James Biden's business partner. I'm telling you, this stinks to high. This family is white trash. They're criminals, and they're all in on it. The Biden family is everything they accused the Trump, admin- Trump family exactly. of doing when he was in office. And one of the famous quotes of uh, President Joe Whitrash, uh, when he turns to Hunter and says, My son, I'm so proud of him, he turned out just like his dad. <laughs> well, you got that right. 431 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Staple Singers? Uh, I really don't know anything about this group at all. I know the name, but I don't really know much about them. I, I, I'm familiar with the name, but I don't think I've ever... Uh, when were they? In the 70s? I think, yeah, I guess... Like, for 60s, 70s? Yeah. 
Uh, the songwriter, guitar player, and singer and founder, member of the Staples Singers, Roebuck Pop Staples, died on this day in 2000. They're best known for their hits, Respect Yourself, and I'll Take You There, and Let's Do It Again. Staples Singers, 70s. They were, would they have family? Didn't they have uh, more than? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, anyway, staples. So the, I guess the original is considered uh, Pop Staples? Yeah, yeah. I would say I called it Pop. Our birthday list includes Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor, 43 today, his birthday. And let's see, a little history note here. Uh, let's see, 1998, President Bill Clinton is impeached on two counts of being a dirty, lying scumbag. Of course, he was not convicted because, you know, <laughs> no sense in convicting anybody for, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, <clears throat> unbelievable. Uh, 438, Kim Repeat and Flounder. How's it going? Here's a phone number if you'd like to join us. We love our phone calls. Are you doing any Christmas stuff? If you want to do any Christmas talk? If you want to talk, ask if you're looking for that last-minute present, maybe somebody can help you out. 404-741-1230, And here's a little thing that's uh, popped up on social media today and reminded me of something that was involved with my little girl Sarah when she was about five or six years old, maybe seven or eight years old, probably five or six. A little girl in Miami with her mother, Kate Love, and her three-year-old daughter. The girl is three, Adley. That's an interesting name, Adley. You ever know anybody named Adley? A-D-L-E-Y, a girl named Adley. Huh. I don't think I've ever heard that name before. I don't know why I'm... Adlai. Adlai. Adlai Stevenson, AI, but Adlai as a girl. Anyway, uh, Katie Love and her three-year-old daughter Adlai went to visit Santa Claus at the mall at the Key Biscayne uh, uh, Mall in Miami. They were having a holiday party, and she said, My daughter for weeks has been so excited to meet Santa, tell him that she wants a purple bike for Christmas. She said, Mom said, we're actually Jewish, but my daughter's obsessed with all things Christmas. So they waited in line. Daughter was watching the kids go up and sit on Santa's lap. Mom says, I could tell she was getting nervous. So I said, Adley, you can go up there, but you don't have to sit on his lap. That's your choice. You can decide what you feel most comfortable with. Again, the kid is three. Then it was finally Adley's turn to go up and talk to Santa. Seated in his grand red upholstered chair, Santa asked her if she would like to sit on his lap, and she said, no. Well, the mom said it could have been a moment for Santa to make her feel awkward or uncomfortable, or he could have even just ignored it. But I'm thinking this is my opportunity as a minister to do the right thing and be a legit Santa, said the Santa guy named Lance. So I'm not thinking of ho-ho-hos. I'm thinking about what's good, what's loving, what's kind, what's right, what's godly. Katie got on her phone and started recording. Uh, she told Adley it was her choice to sit on his lap or not. A message Love said she wanted her daughter to hear. He told her it's your body and, and you get to decide, not that even Santa can make that decision for her. Oh, I thought it was an incredible please. moment because the idea of sitting on Santa's lap is very antiquated. Now, here's what I hadn't thought about. The idea of exchanging physical touch in order to get something or to get a present is a concept that oh, I want to move. I know a concept I want to move away from oh. as I'm trying to teach my daughter to oh. be a confident woman. Oh, shut up and stay <laughs> away from our Christmas. Just stay away. <laughs> Just stay away. Go away. If you don't want to be part of Christmas, don't be part of Christmas. Some, Go away. Some of the reactions. I'm tired of these people trying to change it, all it, our I, traditions take, and folklore because they don't like something. I, I know, I know, I know. I, just a moment. Some of the reactions. We love an educated Santa. Way to teach your little lady boundaries early. 
All Santas take oh, notes. She's three. The chorus She is, won't remember any well, of this. Well, that was the other thing. She's a three-year-old girl. My God. Kids can still have a magical interaction with Santa uh, without having to deal with all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just it's getting Damn a little. Adults. The girl is it's three. It's adults putting problems in this. Yeah. Now, and again, I, I, there was a time when my daughter Sarah was at a carnival, a local thing, carnival, and she was probably five or six years old, and she was getting on a ride, and the guy, the carnival ride guy lifted her up onto the seat, but he kind of was rubbing her, or looked like he was yeah. kind of fondly rubbing, and I said something to him. Uh, Sarah, of course, was, didn't, was oblivious to anything, but I said something to him about the way he's uh, touching my daughter, and it, it might be misconstrued, and uh, you know, I, I'm a little nervous about it, and he completely freaked out and apologized and, and kind of watched himself. <laughs> what? What's so funny? I appreciate the way you've managed once again to bring this Santa thing around to you well, but on a story that has nothing to do with Santa. It has everything still, to do with I'm touching you, what, a little girl when you're sitting on someone getting I, I, a physical okay. contact. He wasn't going to he wasn't going to fondle the little girl. If the little like every other kid, if the kid got up there and starts freaking out, then Santa says, Okay, you don't have to sit in the lap. And it's over with. Instead, the mother's made it a big deal. Santa's made it a big deal. They're now infamous for doing Doing it, they've got their names in the news. They got their 15 minutes of fame when it should have been a one-second interaction. Okay, you don't have to sit in my lap. What do you want for Christmas? Bingo, it's over. It's like Christmas story when the elf is yelling at him. Come on, kid, we ain't got all day. We're closing in five minutes. Come yeah. on. Well, what if the Santa Claus had been President Joe White Trash? I mean, then anything could have happened to that little girl. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, uh, the issue I think is the age of three. To, uh, obviously, trying to make a three-year-old be part of of a feminist uh, mind your own body kind of movement no. is a little little silly to me at three years old on the other hand as i'm a daddy i'm a father of two daughters and uh, you know that you have to be considerate you have to make sure that you're doing the right thing and I, not you know, everything's the thing and not everything is the thing this seems a little uh, if she had been five or six or seven years old and she, you know that's a whole another thing but still yeah this is a little silly uh oh and by the way uh, I think uh, you came up with this story about the secret to the perfect Christmas cr turkey. What? Oh, we got Swatum. I'm sorry, Flounder. Uh, we got Swatum on the line. Swatum, you're on the radio, man. How's it going? Oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I'm calling about this Santa BS stuff. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, I'm a, I'm a Muslim, but uh, this couple of last week we had like a Christmas party at my kids' at school. Uh huh. And guess what? They sit in Santa's lap. No issues. No issues sat in Santa's lap? <laughs> no. I mean, uh, that's, that's for the kids. That, yeah. that, that will not change their belief of the religion. It's just that they bring right. happiness to their life. That, right. That's all it's about. It's about the kids. It's not about me. Yeah. Plus, and when you look at that. Uh, plus, when you think about it, when I I have pictures of my daughters and me. I have a picture of me somewhere sitting on Santa's lap. But again, you're you know you're two, three, four years old or a baby. You might might be a, a year old. I mean, it's not if you're 14 or you're a 12 year old girl. You know, developing your body or something. You're not sitting on Santa's lap. This is all ridiculous. I mean, a three year old is not. This is not a feminist issue. I don't know. No, it's not. It's it's a BS from the parents because they are brainwashing their kids to become miserable kids when they grow up. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, that's 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 what's going to happen. Yeah. The kids going to end up with a, a box full of cats that grow old and hate the world. <laughs> so that's that's my opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong. No, you're not know. wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. <laughs> you no. got it right on the old nail with a hammer and a hammer there. <laughs> Anyways, try to have a great. Be careful out there, my friends. Quarter of five.
Already, with it. we got Pete's tweets coming up. Holy crap, it's sports a little later. And the secret to the perfect Christmas turkey. I think they left something out. Uh, give her Pete Flounder, quarter of five. Look at that. election stands to be one of the biggest and most contested of our lifetime. And as the rhetoric ramps up, count on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station to bring you the latest election news and opinions from the local and national voices you trust. And this judge is now afraid that Donald Trump is, you know, calling for violence again. That's nonsense. I stand behind Trump and his ability to be able to speak about what he is being charged with because they have every right to sit there and throw out these bogus accusations. We're proud to carry the torch as Atlanta's only conservative voice. Extra 106.3 FM and the Extra 106.3 app. It's the Subaru Share the Love event. So put a little love in your heart this holiday season at Subaru of Gwinnett. You're going to love the full line of new Subarus in stock now. From the Outback and Forester to the Legacy, Crosstrack, and BRZ. Each Subaru built to superior safety standards to protect your loved ones. You know, it's a fact. Subaru owners show a lot of love, especially to the environment and those in need. So right now, during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charities with any new Subaru lease or purchase. Visit Subaru of Gwinnett for complete details and log on to SubaruofGwinnett.com for amazing lease and financing offers on all new Subaru models. This holiday season, drive a Subaru and share the love and Subaru will pay it forward with a $250 donation to your choice of five charities. Subaru of Gwinnett, Satellite Boulevard, Duluth. Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee selected national and hometown charities. Log on to Subaru.com share or call 678-475-3500 for details. It's It's now days before Christmas and you're shopping for others, but there's no need to stress because they're Solomon Brothers. Whether for mom or dad, your husband or wife, you'll find the right gift for the love of your life. Now let me tell you why it's worth the drive. A three-carat tennis bracelet for $29.95. Rings and bracelets, watches and more, all waiting for you. Just visit a store. There's no gift like jewelry at just the right price. So shop at Solomon Brothers and you'll find something nice. In Buckhead, Alpharetta, and Peachtree City, online at SolomonBrothers.com. You've been listening to Ray Judice for years. He's a smart guy. You know he knows DUI and criminal law. He's been in practice for over 30 years. But did you know Ray knows some of the best legal minds in the business? From labor contracts to real estate to divorce, Ray can help you through it all. He can put together the legal team you need. He's the guy you call when you've got legal questions. So call him at 404-964-4185. Ray Judice. 404-964-4185. Step into the great outdoors with Realtree. Hi, I'm Bill Jordan, and I'm here to tell you about the incredible experiences that await you and your loved ones. Nothing brings families and friends closer than the great outdoors. At Realtree, we've dedicated ourselves to creating quality products and experiences that enhance your outdoor lifestyle. And did you know, Realtree is proudly based right here in Georgia. Our roots run deep here, just like our passion for hunting, fishing and everything outdoors whether you're an experienced hunter or novice angler realtree has everything you need to make your outdoor adventures a success from assortment of gear and apparel to expert advice and tips we've got you covered visit realtree.com to discover a world of possibilities whether you're planning your next hunting trip or looking for the perfect fishing spot realtree.com has all the information you need realtree helps you connect with family and friends and make memories that will last a lifetime Realtree, 
family, friends, and the outdoors. Hey, Atlanta, it's Tug. Get ready to kick winter to the curb with Central Heating and Air Conditioning. Picture this, a home where cold can't touch you, where warmth and comfort reign supreme. That's the promise of Central Heating and Air Conditioning. And now for a limited time, Central is offering up to $2,000 in rebates on qualifying carrier systems. Yes, you heard right, up to $2,000 in your pocket. Why settle for cold when you can bask in the warmth of a brand new carrier system? It's not just about comfort, it's about savings too. Central Heating and Air Conditioning is committed to bringing you the best in heating and air solutions. They're not just keeping your homes warm, they're keeping your pockets happy too. So, Atlanta, don't let the chill catch you off guard. Upgrade your old system today. Call them now at 770-GET-HEAT. That's 770-GET-HEAT. Central Heating and Air Conditioning, your Atlanta carrier experts are standing by to make your winter cozier than ever. When it comes comes to comfort and savings, nobody does it better than Central, where warmth meets excellence. We're smart, we care for Central Heating and Air. The Kimmer Show is live until 6 p.m. And Extra 106.3 has the rest of your night covered with Jesse Kelly up next. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon at 9 p.m. And the Guy Benson Show at midnight. All live on Extra 106.3 and the Extra app. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Berry. I sounded like Chuck Berry. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Run, run, Rudolph. Santa's got to make it to town. Chuck Berry Christmas. Santa, make him hurry. Tell him he can take the freeway down. <laughs> oh, my God. Run, run, Rudolph, because I'm reeling like a merry-go-round. Flounder, our musical director, has outdone himself today with these incredible Christmas songs from artists of all shapes and sizes and years and decades. It's uh, very cool. <laughs> Different genres, I guess. Genres, you, could say. you would definitely say that. Uh, it's uh, 451, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. On this day, birthdays include John McEwen, who's 74. John McEwen. From the Nitty Gritty yeah. Dirt Band, who scored the 1971 big hit, Mr. Bojangles. It's a rather large uh, He's a genius. He's, He's a, a genius? musical genius. Really? It's crazy that that's what they're remembered yes. for, because they have a really good catalog. Uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was bigger than Mr. Bojangles? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you remember? Well, I mean, Mr. Bojangles was a cover. Well, uh, it, well, it well a I, I guess, I guess well, I don't. They're, they're American... It's a country rock they band. They do American folklore music. Yeah, yeah, it's country rock kind of a thing. Uh, but but when you said they have a, a great uh, collection, I didn't know what you meant, I guess, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying they to remember. They got a song called Fishing in the Dark, American Dream. They got a bunch of songs, but again, it always comes back to that cover that they yeah. did when... yeah. You know, I mean, I guess as a, as a music group, do you want to be remembered as a hit that you covered or the yeah. songs that you wrote? Yeah, yeah, good point. And well, you know, they, yes. they do a song that you love, that that dream song, that dream, dream, Oh, the Everly dream. Brothers. Who did that originally? Everly Brothers. Yeah, well, they do a cover that is just All that have is to do is fantastic. Dream? Huh, I'll be damned. Yeah. Don and Phil Everly were uh, Marines. Did you know that? They both enlisted in the Marine yes, Corps. They were uh, reservist Marines. They didn't go full. They, they went to boot camp. And you're in the reserve Marines, at least it used to be. You would go into boot camp, and then you're discharged, basically, and you go to summer camp every year, and you go to uh, monthly meetings at a reserve uh, armory someplace, apparently. Uh, and you do that for like six years. 
uh, as a reservist. I, that used to be. I don't know whether they still do that anymore, to be honest with you. That was many years ago. <laughs> you only get to shoot people on weekends, basically? That... <laughs> well, you have to go do drilling and stuff. And, had, and I actually, I thought about it as a way of just to, be, to serve. And, you know, but I wanted to go to Vietnam, so I, I, I listed full-time. But I thought about it, but then I thought six years going to summer camp and monthly meetings for six years? I don't, you know, I didn't really want to. It might as well just go in full-time. Just be a, a lifer. And I thought, in fact, if you, well, never mind. Why am I talking about this? I'm sorry. Four, four, 453. Bump it up, bump, bump. Uh, let's see. All right. The secret to the perfect Christmas turkey. I'm reading this from the, this, uh, some uh, website called Master Chef something or other. The, uh, talking about your uh, Christmas turkey, experts reveal we've been doing it all wrong. The supermarket advice will result in dinner being massively overcooked, turning out a bone-dry rubber ball of a bird. Stores are under pressure from official uh, watchdogs to err on the side of caution, so they extend cooking times to ensure that any harmful bugs are killed off. Well, the Food Standard Agency recommends cooking meat to the point it reaches 70 degrees Celsius. Uh, well, I don't know what that is. Uh, but uh, experts, including this master chef, say following the supermarket pack instructions, make a turkey as much as 97 degrees Celsius, burning off any moisture, make it a pleasure to eat. Chefs recommend that turkeys should be rested after cooking to allow juices that have been released to be drawn back into the flesh. Significantly, this resting process involves wrapping in foil, is likely leading to an increase in temperature. The master chef said accurate temperatures are important for quality and safety, and a meat thermometer is a cook's best friend. He said the best way to ensure a turkey is moist is to brine it the night before and leave it to rest after it's cooked. Okay, I don't know what that means. Brine it? Now, does that mean baste it in, in uh, like, my wine basting? Salt water? I don't know. Brine it? I, salt I don't, water? I don't, I don't, I don't, pickle juice? I don't get any of that. Pickle brine? I, that can't be right. And leave it to rest after it's cooked. Well, obviously, I don't know. No, just baste the damn thing with wine over and over and over. And then, and all those juices make the best gravy you've ever had in your life after all, after the impression in the pan. My God, man. Just don't know, you know, what the heck. So brine is more of a soak. Versus a base. Yeah, but a, a soak in what? In in water? Or, I'd say water that's just... Or chicken broth or something, A little maybe? broth and probably salt, a little pepper, basic seasoning. And I wonder if they... I mean, keeping it moist or actually soaking in a bucket that'll hold a turkey. I mean, a turkey could be a 20-pound great big thing where you get a bucket to hold it if it's got to be submerged. I guess that's not what that means. I, it, I don't know it, what it that was... means. What's this resting after? What, are you supposed to exercise the damn well, thing? Well, no, because you technically Because when you're letting it sit, it's still cooking. Right. Yeah, yeah. and Just if you like wrap it steak, in foil. The same thing, if you wrap it, it still cooks for... Right, right, that's correct. And if you put foil on it, it definitely uh, cooks and keeps that heat in there, too. Anyway, uh, so I'm just uh, passing All right, along. All our, our fearless... Um, yeah. Ops manager, Scott, is yeah. uh, texting me. So brining is salt water, brown sugar, and a whole bucket. Oh, my God. And put the huh. turkey in a bucket? Yeah, and you let it marinate. Boy, I would think that'd make it soggy as wet bread. And do that dude. before you cook it? That's right. Isn't what the guy said? Uh, the best way to ensure the turkey's moist is to brine it the night before and leave it to rest after yeah. you cook it. Well, wow. So it's, it's uh, would you say, something in brown sugar? Uh, brown sugar, salt water, salt, and salt a whole water. bucket. Holy cow. Well, huh. I'll you know 
I, I just can't believe it doesn't make it fall off the bone, uh, uh, sloppy like like uh, what do you call it? Like barbecue or something? Or uh, like a, no, what's that? What's that beef you get that pulled comes off? Pulled, yeah, like I'll pull uh, a brisket. Yeah, brisket. It'll be like brisket or something. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I will be having dinner with my grandkids. Four fifty-seven. Oh, speaking. By the way, speaking of food, you know Guy Fieri, right? A Food Network guy, Guy Fieri. They called him the mayor of Flavortown. He is now in the news because he's doing the same thing his dad told me to, by talking to his kids. He said, "You're not getting my money. You're going to have to come and take it." He, uh, guy Fieri said, "My dad told me when I die, you can expect that if I'm I'm going to die broke, and you're going to have to pay for the funeral." And Guy Fieri says, I told my boys, none of this have we been. I've been billing you. None of you are going to get anything unless you come and take it from me. He said, by the time his kids complete school, he wants them to have multiple degrees and be self-sufficient. His younger son, Ryder, is 17, and he's saying, Dad, that's not fair. I haven't even gone to college yet. You've already pushed, and I've got to get an MBA. Can't I just get through college? Uh, and, and Guy Fieri told his uh, sons he models his rule after former basketball star Shaquille O'Neal. And Shaquille said, quote, if you want any of this cheese, you got to give me two degrees. My two degrees mean postgraduate. So they're on their way. Well, the oldest son, uh, Guy Fieri's oldest son, is currently pursuing a master's degree and working for his dad. Uh, Fieri says, we have a strict rule when it comes to my kids' first cars. They each have to drive an old car for a year, no ticket, no accidents, and keep it in shape before you can buy a newer model car. No dents, not getting any wrecks, not getting any tickets, and then you can take your own money out of the bank and go buy yourself a car. My, uh, my son Ryder, the kid, drove to school when he got his license the first time. was my parents' old, used, 259,000-mile Chrysler minivan. <laughs> so he's got some strict rules, but he says if you get two degrees, then you can get my money when I, I go. But I mean, again, you see a lot of kids today driving $50,000 cars, and they're yeah. 15, 16 years old. Yeah, that's, that's not right. How, that's no, not that's the right not way the way. No, not hardly. Yeah. <laughs> not in the Peterson family, not in anyway. My house, no. I bought my first car. It was... Uh, 13 years old, a 53 Chevy, and I paid $250 that I earned to pay it to buy it. Anyway, coming up 5 o'clock, we're giving away tickets to go see Jordan Peterson about 520 today. And holy crap, of sports coming up too. Look out, 5 o'clock. Here we go. Stand by. 
It's only me. It's only the Kimmer 503 with Pete Davis and Flounder on 106.3 in our Christmas week. And our phone number, 404-741-1230, And uh, we're having a little fun. we got some Christmas stuff. we got Holy Crap of Sports coming up, some Pete's tweets, uh, some weird uh, stories in the news, too. Um, and the, the breaking issue for most of this day has been the reaction to the Texas law. The Governor Greg Abbott signed the law, the sweeping new powers to start arresting illegal immigrants and kick them back to Mexico. And now Mexico's all ticked off because they're saying, wait a minute, what if these people are from Guatemala or Colombia? Uh, we don't want them coming back here. <laughs> you know, And we're saying, well, our law says screw you. Yeah, tough. That's true. We came across Mexico border, and so you're the one getting them back. Yeah. Hey, screw you. And by the yeah. way, uh, it's, a, it's a misdemeanor. So if they, uh, any Texas, with this new law, any Texas lawman can arrest them charge them, and then kick them out of the country, send them back. And if they come back again, then they could get the 20 years in prison. Uh, so anyway, and of course, everybody's going nuts. The liberals are going crazy. There's already been a lawsuit against it. It will go to the Supreme Court all the way as soon as they actually give somebody a ticket or a citation or whatever. It's uh, common sense. Well, you cross over any border in the world, they'll pick you up and they'll take you back. There's not another. In fact, in, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is still true. In Mexico, if you're an American woman and you're pregnant... And you're way really pregnant. And you go to Mexico on vacation and all of a sudden have your baby in Mexico. Your baby's not Mexican. And they're going to say, get the hell out of my country. <laughs> okay? They, you, don't, you know, they don't do that baby drop and all of a sudden you're a citizen business if you come there just to have a baby. Now, in America, if you're born here, you're an American citizen. So if you, if you, you know, if you, and there was a whole, remember there was a whole scandal about all the Chinese women were actually signing up for a lot of money to take tours very, very pregnant and have their babies on American soil so that they would, and so the baby would be an American and the family would therefore get to stay. And it was, uh, and, but, but again, that's one thing. If you have a baby here, you're an American. So we accept that, and that's the way it goes. But uh, trust me, this is nonsense. They set another record, another 12,000 people coming across in one day. And they're calling the border secure. It's just, uh, they, and Donald Trump says, you know, we're going to have the biggest return to sender policy in the history of the world. How's he going to pull that? How are we going to get rid of 6 million new people? There's no, you couldn't do it. There's not enough buses and trains and airplanes and cars and ox carts or what, any. I mean, what the hell are you supposed to do? It's a new industry we'll build. Well, well maybe we should make, uh, you know, the old-fashioned uh, 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 non-citizen uh, territorial co- concentration camps and put them out in the deserts and just say, you know, until you decide to go back home, you, you can't be an American citizen. You don't deserve to be here. I don't know. This is stupid. I mean, what's happened to our country? My God, it's been six or seven or eight million people under this guy. President crime family, white trash. Is that a phone call, Flounder, or just a red line here? I can't tell. It looks like, is that, say, Mark? Is that a call or not? Yes, it is. It is. uh, It's uh, 507 to the phones. Mark, you're on the radio. How's it going, man? What's up? Hey, Gamers. I'm doing good. This is Mark Huffstetler up in Rome. We've met several times Oh, sure. I see you on my Facebook all the time and in my message stuff. How's it going? Oh, yeah. I'm going, well, going better now. I said a couple of things. Uh, we're, my wife and I are as big a Fargo fans as y'all are. Yeah. But I, I, I made the statement, that's not something you can binge watch. I can only take one episode at a time. Uh, <laughs> is this not the strangest one you've seen of the five seasons so far? I, I'll tell you what. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm amazed. Every, every season of Fargo is a whole weird, different thing. This is... 
may be the weirdest so far. I'm just I'm fascinated with this little chick who's the star. It's just mm-hmm. I, I want to know where she learned all that stuff and how. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just uh, the the backstory, and I can't wait to find out what the ending might be too. I mean, I, I can't guess yeah. this one. I can't. I, I'm I, totally stumped on this one. What's going to happen? I have no I idea. I don't want to guess. But <laughs> second thing I, I was calling about is early November is not good to us. I, I went into the hospital November sixth and. Five weeks ago yesterday, I, they had to do a double bypass on me. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm just a year older than Pete, so uh, that's uh, – but, I mean, 10 years ago when you had uh, yours, did they do anything, put stents in or anything? Yes. Or did I, say you had a heart attack? Oh, no. The, uh, yeah, I had uh, I had what they called a, a serious heart attack, but of course, the reason I lost a lot of my heart muscle because I didn't go to the doctor for two days <laughs> because I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, do my stuff. Anyway, uh, but, uh, yeah, they – I had two stints. In fact, I was the first patient in the uh, North Fulton Hospital uh, operation room for the heart stent surgeries. I, they, it was a brand new room, and I was their very first patient. And I had uh, two stents put in. And the, I think the first one, they, I don't remember the second one, the first one they put in through my leg. They could go yeah. like they put you going through your th- inner thigh or something and sneak it up well, into your either heart. Either through your groin or yeah. your wrist. Yeah, they did one in the wrist and one in the groin, as I recall. Yeah. They did one of each. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine. See, I'd had a stent put in, and uh, you know the left anterior descending, the widowmaker artery. Yeah. Yeah. You know those those cardiologists and their wife. Oh, they're funny. Humor, yeah, the widowmaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a stent put in in 2007. Well, what happened? It had collapsed. So they couldn't re-stent it, and there was another place they said they normally could stent, but if they're going to open me up and do one bypass, they're going to do two. But uh, going good. I mean, I kind of unofficially went back to work. I do heating and air conditioning, so I'm kind of limited what I can do. But I just couldn't remember if they'd just done that. But it's the last range thing. The only thing, only reason I felt any pain was because of a bruise on the back of my heart. I'll be done. And nobody, even the doctors, cannot don't know how it got there. They said, "Did you get hit?" I said, "Well, I think huh. I remember that, but yeah. uh, but it just that's what was causing me the pain." I'll be darned. And but it was a you know it was kind of I was in the right place at the right yeah, time. Yeah, good news. I, yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, so I appreciate everything. You know, a little bit more right now, yeah. but only 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 people mad at me are my three grandkids because my wife's having to take care of me, so she can't fly to Germany to see them. Uh, that's awful tough when your three year old grandsons. Yeah. When are you gonna come see me, Nana? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, d- did you get a an ICD? I have a chest implant, an, an ICD. No, uh, nothing like that. They didn't do a chest implant. I mean, I had a temporary. I guess what do you call that? The, uh, <laughs> Yeah, the oh, thing, whatever. I remember the thing. I can't think of it. Anyway, it's temporary. But they, the biggest thing is when they yank the two, <laughs> two drain the two big drainage tubes out. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, sweet little girl, about the same age as my daughter, and she she said, "All right, I'm gonna pull them out." Honestly, I told her, I said, that might be the closest I've ever come to hitting a woman. Oh, boy. <laughs> she laughed about it. Uh, Mark, listen, said, uh, listen uh, congratulations on uh, getting better and uh, full uh, recovery on your way. And Merry Christmas, my friend. 511 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, with uh, 404 741 our number. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of uh, stuff, have you heard about this? <laughs> Don't put that shark in my face, mister. Celine Dion. Uh, Celine Dion is in serious trouble. She has a disease 
that attacks her nerve cells and impacts her mobility. It's progressive and incurable, and she no longer has control over her muscles over the what's called stiff person syndrome. Her sister says she's not in a wheelchair, which had been going around on social media rumors, apparently. Uh, she can still get around a bit. But people who suffer from stiff person syndrome, it's an actual thing, turn into basically human statues. Sometimes they can't move, can't walk, and can't talk. It affects about one in a million people. It can lead to spasms that are so severe, the force can break your bones. Usually the stiff person uh, syndrome is uh, diagnosed in patients between 30 and 50 years old and mostly all women. But Celine Dion has it, and she's hoping one day to go back to actually doing concerts and so forth. But at the moment, her sister says, it breaks my heart. She's always been so disciplined, uh, but she says uh, her she, uh, she can't control her muscles. And that's why she had to stop touring quite a while ago. She's uh, 55 years old. Celine Dion we're talking about here. Anyway, brutal. Yuck. Love it, bing bong. Uh, five thirteen. Holy cow! Holy crap! It's sports. Oh, by the way, holy crap! It's sports next, and then around five twenty-five or after holy crap! It's sports, or even if we go long, we'll do it. Whatever after holy crap! It's sports. Giving away two tickets to go see Jordan Peterson March fifteenth at State Farm Arena. Two tickets giveaway after holy crap! It's sports next with a Kimmer feed flounder like that. All right, look out. Coming up, talking to whales. Also, why you should sleep in the nude at my place. But first, 517. I got some sports histories coming up and a sports birthday of note. And now our special occasion. Holy crap at sports with Pete Davis. I don't know what's all that big deal about talking to whales. You can call Cardiff or Bristol anytime you want. Oh, you too funny. <laughs> It's not enough that former Ohio State and Georgia quarterback commit Dylan Rayola has left UGA for Nebraska, of all places. He's found time to discover the poet in his soul. Uh Rayola has allegedly written a poem to explain why he's going to play for the Cornholers. All right, sir. And he's done it in the style of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Would you like to hear it? I would very much uh, like to hear it. I said, it was the night before Christmas. Okay. I was staying in, in the realm of college. Dr- <laughs> in the realm of college dreams where purpose takes flight, enter Dylan Rayola crafting his narrative in the night. Oh, Once lured by Georgia where powerhouse glory gleamed, yet Nebraska's purpose in his heart brightly beamed. In the scarlet and cream where legacies entwine, Dylan, like Rogers, Rozier, and Crouch, a hero in line. No longer a cog in some powerhouse machine, but a quarterback with an even grander ambition ambition and scene. So fellow fans await with home in the air for Dylan to choose his purpose to declare and a weekend's decision destiny calls to fulfill his purpose where a new dynasty enthralls. Oh lordy. Well that's... Uh, I get the feeling this was a fan. This was not Dylan who did yeah, this. That's a little, he likes to talk about himself in the uh, third person. A little grandiose, a little maybe much. a little... Uh, <sighs> It's what passes for poetry yes, on the plains. Not really these days. poetic. No, <laughs> yes. it's, no Johnny uh, Midnight. Former you know, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, yes, no, John, Well, we <laughs> wouldn't know Johnny Midnight anymore. <laughs> right, so I'm not having heard him since another, the previous century. I'll do another Johnny Midnight. Sure, you Playing will. Olympics are next year too. By the way, <laughs> Olympics coming up. Uh, good point. Uh, former Van, former Vanderbilt receiver London Humphreys has transferred to Georgia. 
Uh, he has three years of eligibility left, so that's good there. Or eligibility, if you speak Either English. way, either way is fine. Ole Miss is so happy with head coach Lane Kiffin, they've signed him to another contract extension, which is very good. Huh? Uh, for the two of you who still care, the Falcons are going to start Taylor Heineke this Sunday against the Colts. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, according to the AJC, after the bad loss in Carolina, owner Arthur Blank did the usual, sitting in on the head coach Arthur Smith's post-game news conference. But this time, Blank barely looked up at his coach and afterwards refused to answer questions about him, saying, this isn't a good time. Oh. Well, he's not going to do anything this year. If Heineke doesn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, of course he wouldn't. No. Well, he's got his 14 GMs he needs to talk to first before they do anything. If Heineke doesn't work out, the Falcons are prepared to bring back Randy Johnson and Dick Shiner to play quarterback. (laughs) So we're looking forward to that. I'm not making those names up, by the way. Uh, The Falcons have released defensive lineman Travis Bell, who matriculated at Kennesaw State. And according to D. Orlando Ledbetter, who covers the Falcons for AJC, he says if they win the next three, if they win out, they have a 70% chance of making the playoffs. If they lose out the next three, yeah. they can be in the top five of the draft and get one of the great quarterbacks coming out. Well, should they tank? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, and meanwhile, Jets interim quarterback Aaron Rodgers has come to a census, says he will not return to play this season because of those Achilles tendons that he blew on the first play of the yeah. season. In fact, I just saw a video just, you know, I think, over the weekend of him splashing in the ocean with some hottie. And they were saying, oh, is he ready to go back to this athletic ability? Because he was, you know, jumping up and down in the surf and racing around with a hot chick. And they were saying, uh, I thought he had an Achilles problem. And so maybe maybe he hurt himself or realized, well, I really can't do this after all. But it was a video of him with this baby no, in the ocean. No. no. The Jets have been eliminated. That's why he's yeah, not coming back. Why bother? You hurt yourself. Yeah. New York Giants quarterback of the month, Tommy DeVito who rose to fame a couple weeks ago with that win, fell back to earth literally by being smashed to earth by the Saints last weekend. Mm. But that has not stopped DeVito or his Sopranos-era agent from trying to cash in on the short-lived fame. DeVito has angered his own people, though, unfortunately. Oh. Coniglio's old-fashioned pizzeria in New Jersey, oh, oh, announced on social media that it would no longer be hosting DeVito today after the restaurant received word from his agent his appearance fee was doubling from ten thousand to twenty thousand dollars. Whoa! Wait a minute. His agent, his agent claims there was only an oral agreement, not a written one. It still sounds kind of slimy. Maybe Eli Manning was right about this guy. Yeah, he charges that to go to a pizza joint. Is that like he's a TV? The little people. Holy cow! That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's supposed to sign autographs and, you know, eat pizza and pretend to like it, you know. And oh, boy. You've got to do that Bad. if you say it. Yeah. Uh, don't know about you, but I've had just about enough of the NFL lecturing me and the nation about social justice. Oh, well. Uh, the crock that they're pulling uh, recently. There's justice for all. That's all you need. Social justice is just another ploy to split us into tribes and pit us against each other. But good news here. Mm-hmm. Racism has been completely eradicated after the NFL wrote end racism in all their end zones for the past three years. I was wondering so. what led to I, I, I got that all the racism was gone. And I'm, it, finally, we know who to thank. I can't believe it. I, you, I woke up today and thought, oh, my God, all the racism is gone. Who do we thank for this? I didn't feel like doing one racist thing today. Well, it's like message received. Good I had job, like, America. I had four on my list, and uh, now I guess I can't do them. <laughs> well, you don't want to do them. That's the great thing about the NFL, Kimmer. You don't want to do it anymore. I don't. You know, I was going to talk about my three-way with these two black chicks, but I guess I'm not even going to mention it now. <laughs>
The Masters already has the smallest field of the majors. The 2024 edition could be one of the smallest in years. Really? Uh, with no significant tourneys the rest of the year, it looks as though 11 players who finish in the top 50 will be added. It's going to bring the field to just 77. So they're going to get through this one pretty quickly. Wow. Uh, it includes three players who will be making their Masters debut, but these guys have never even won on the PGA or the European Tour. But they're letting anybody in right now. Unfortunately, Matt Kuchar did not make it, so he won't be in it this year. The, which is the Masters right did not invite Matt Kuchar? Is that what you said? He didn't, he didn't make it. He, he didn't make the cut. He didn't make the, the thing. Yeah. you gotta, you got to qualify for it at some point. Well, but the Masters it, is so all in. He doesn't in, get automatic. Well, no, I know, but the Masters invites, uh, like, foreign players who won the amateur championship in Chile or something like right. that, stuff like that. So I'm, he's I'm, not one. I'll be darned. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, he didn't make it. That's I met him shit. once in, in a golf shop. Nice, it was a very nice man. Very, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, a kid nice when man. he was at Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Yeah. Meanwhile, former Masters and U.S. Open uh, winner Angel or Angel Fat Bastard Cabrera yeah, Angel, is yeah. out on parole from Ooh. an Argentinian prison after serving time for gender violence ah. against his former girlfriend. Ooh, gender so he'll violence. Be back. He uh, says he wants to make. Yeah. And make up for serious mistakes he's made. Well, these hot-blooded Latins, so, man, you know, the chicks. <clears throat> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The Hawks handed the poor Pistons their 24th straight loss last oh, night. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 24. <laughs> they started the season 2-1. and one. They've lost 24 in a row. It could be the worst team in the history of the NBA. Holy cow. And that's cow. saying something. What happened it's to that? That was a franchise for the, from the beginning. Holy mackerel. It, in the 80s, maybe, yeah. in the 90s, but, yeah, yeah. not for a while. Wow. Hall of Fame center Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has broken his hip, faces 12 Ooh. weeks of rehab. He Ooh. tripped and fell at an L.A. arena, Ooh. taken by ambulance to the hospital. He's 76 years old. He was about to give a speech during a Manhattan transfer concert uh. when the spill happened and laughed from his hospital bed. I, I wish I could say I was saving a child from falling off a balcony, but basically I just tripped. Uh, I'm frankly shocked uh, that he was at a Manhattan transfer concert. I don't thought only lame white people went to those. Wow. Reminds me of what Mark Twain said after hearing his first opera. I haven't heard caterwauling like that since the orphanage burned down. <laughs> By the way, breaking a hip. You know how many times I have fallen in the last few months? I fell this past weekend. I tripped over that big know. farm machinery thing and fell flat on my left ass. And I'm saying, you know, I, this is like two or three times now I fell off that horse riding bareback like an idiot. I mean, I could be breaking bones all over the place, and that's all it takes. Anyway, and you don't have an ass anymore for cushion. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's I, I used to have a great man ass, and it's gone now. It's over. It's total. <laughs> Got nothing. <laughs> what? Well, I, I, you know, right. I, I, I was, you know, chicks would tell me that they, my daughter would tell me that her friends would, you know, follow me around at the mall because I was, you know, attractive in a physical way. <clears throat> now you, now you have a fat wallet and three handkerchiefs. <laughs> oh, I got but anyway. <laughs> Can I interest you in the Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl <laughs> held in beautiful downtown Frisco, Texas tonight? Well, and who's in, do we know who's in that one at all? I, no, it pits I, the Roadrunners uh, against the Thundering Herd. Ah, the Thundering Herd of the South Dakota Ranchers, I think. was. A, I you don't, don't know the Thundering Herd? I don't herd? know the Thundering Herd. I, I, can't, I know it, but I can't remember who it is. It's not You didn't out. see the movie with Matthew McConaughey? I, I, oh, the one where they died in a plane crash? Yeah, we are Marshall. Marshall, yeah. Marshall. That's right. I do. Did I, I guess I. And of course, 
Yeah. You know the Roadrunners. Uh, from uh, Arizona State. No, from the University of Arizona. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> from San Diego. You don't Diego. even know your own school's mascot. <laughs> Texas San Antonio. Ah, of course. Runners. TSA. Yes. Yeah, of course. There you go. Well, what is Arizona State's uh, name? Uh, it, you, oh, my God. Hold, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, Wild, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Did you even Sun really Devil, Sun there? Devil, Sun Devil, Sun Devil, Sun Devil. Sun Devil. I graduated in the top 10% of my class, mister. That was an honors graduate. Well, well, fl- flounder, flounder, why would you admit going there if you didn't? You know, I did four years of college in two years, mister, going at night school as well yeah, as yeah. full-time during yeah. the day, and all summer classes for two years. I did four years of college yeah. in two years with an A average. Thank you very Kimber, much. Kimber, that, that, and working that seven days a week. And working seven days a week. I'd go to work at four in the morning and do morning radio, went to school, uh-huh. and I came back and did afternoon television at the same cool television owned by Gene Autry. And then on weekends, I did both Saturday and Sunday anchoring and sportscasting seven days a week and mm-hmm. going to school full-time, did four years and two years. Boy, was I was right after the Marine Corps, my friends. If that Marine Corps did nothing else, it made me dedicated to get my stuff together, I can tell you that. End of story. Right. I'm sorry about busting into your sportscast. No problem. <laughs> Last night at the famous toaster Bowl in Charlotte. Yes. Old Dominion blew a 28 to nothing lead Ooh. and lost it overtime to Western Kentucky 38 to 35. If you haven't no. seen it, Scott Van Pelt and Stanford Steve talking about the game last night and the people who lost money on the bets. Van Pelt screamed, There's no Christmas this year. <laughs> Kids, Daddy had Old Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my. man. On this date in 1904, yep. the Dawson City hockey team of the Yukon Territory of Canada began a nine-day walk to get to a boat, to go to Seattle, to catch a train, to go to Ottawa to play in the Stanley Cup on January 13th in 1905. It took them three weeks and a whole year, basically, to get from one end of Canada to the other. In 1905, holy cow. They walked for nine days in the snow to get to a boat. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. Well, and people were dedicated ni- back. That was a whole different yeah. society back then. And on this date in 1930, Johnny Douglas, an English cricket player and Olympic boxer, drowned at the age of 48. He won the gold medal for middleweight boxing in the 1908 Olympics. But he and his father drowned when the Finnish passenger ship Oberon, they were sailing back to Britain, sank off the coast of Finland. It sank because another ship, the Arcturus, had rammed her in fog. The two captains of the ships were brothers. They were trying to exchange Christmas greetings when they slammed into each other. And according to a witness at the post-mortem inquiry, Douglas died trying to save his father. Oh, man. Horrible story. What a story. Uh, 531. By the way, we'll uh, take a little cowbonga here. Then I've got a couple of sports things. And then Flounder will give away. We have phone call ticket, um, a phone call ticket possibility. Uh, again, 404-741-1230. We'll give away these uh, Jordan Peterson tickets. And have we decided what we're going to do? Another Christmas movie or something different? We'll figure it out. Coming back. 530. Yeah, with, 531. So well. yeah, great planning. Great planning. <laughs> well, good meeting. <laughs> good meeting. Hey, I meet this. <laughs> I got meat for you. <laughs> Turn, 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 baby. 536 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Going back to the 60s. The days of the 
Early rock and rollers like the birds. They were huge. 1993 on this day, though, their drummer, Michael Clark, died of liver failure. He was 47 years old. He also worked with the famous Flying Burrito Brothers and Jerry Jeff Walker. Before he died, Michael Clark expressed a wish of alerting children to the dangers of alcoholism. After his wishes, his girlfriend Susan Paul started a foundation in his name called the Campaign for Alcohol-Free Kids. Well, I guess maybe he had a problem drinking when he was a child. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see, let's see. Bring, oh, back to the quick sports thing. We're going to give away these tickets to Jordan Peterson. Uh, Pete Davis, our sports birthday list includes Warren Sapp, Hall of Fame football player, 51 years old today. Also in history on this day, 1990, Bo Jackson of the Los Angeles Raiders is the first athlete to be chosen for the All-Star Game in two sports. Baseball and NFL football. Uh, 1985, Jan or Jan Stenerud announced his retirement from the NFL, held the record for the most field goals, goals with 373. The Norwegian kicker lasted 19 years in the NFL. 1917, the new National Hockey League is formed. Five original teams. Oh, here's a bar quiz. Now, I, there's no way I would get this right. Flounder, do you ever know anything about hockey? Oh, he's winning the bat. Never mind, never mind. No, no, go stay back there. He's got to answer the phone on the way back of the thing there. Well, oh, you're good. What's the question? Well, it used uh, to be the original six. I, well, now, well, hold on now. It was on this day, the, ho- National hockey, the new National Hockey League is formed on this day in 1917. There were five original teams. Flounder, can you name the five original hockey teams? Uh, NHL no. teams. No, but, yeah. uh, Oilers. <laughs> You're so close. Uh, no. <laughs> Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets. Again, uh, 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 very, very close. Uh, Pete Davis, can you name the original five teams well, of the new hockey league? 1970. Well, some of them were old and went away and then came back. There's the Montreal Canadiens. Right, hold they, on. They yeah. were original. Or, Best or, one. They yes. called them the Maroons, too. The other team was the Maroons. All right, hold on a minute. Uh, that's not on my list, but I, you're going the right direction. So but the Canadians. Canadians are there, yeah. Canadians, Canadians, Maroons. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs were probably on there. Uh, not by that name. The thing is, the names no, are all. You'll never name. get the okay. names. You'll never get the names. Yeah, the name. uh, you can the, get. You probably get the city. Because there used to be a Quebec Nordiques, they used to be around, then they went away, then they came back and yeah. went away and came yeah. back. And that. The Boston Bruins, the Detroit Red Wings were probably under another name. Actually, uh, this is our, uh, ironic. The new, uh, the new National Hockey League formed 1917. The five original teams, the Toronto Arenas, the Ottawa Senators, the Quebec Bulldogs, the Montreal Canadiens, <laughs> and the Montreal Wanderers. There were two Montreal uh-huh. clubs in the original five uh, hockey league, hockey teams, and these are all yeah. Canadian. Uh, this would be, this is without uh, the other. Anyway, I thought that was weird. It's 1917. Well, what were the original six of the NHL that people well, the, those look are, back on did, now? Uh, I think it was Detroit, Boston, Montreal, Toronto. Uh, uh, the Red Wings, uh, the Rangers, Detroit. the Bruins, the Blackhawks, the Maple Leafs, and yeah. the Canadians. Yeah, yeah, cool. And, and one this this astounds me. This this statistic astounds me. 1887. Jake Kilrain and Jim Smith fought a boxing match that went so long it had to be called on account of darkness. 1887. Bare knuckle boxing. 
The match lasted 106 rounds, two hours and 30 minutes, beating each other in the face with bare knuckles. They called it a draw. Thank God. (laughs) Someone would have committed murder. (laughs) I got one for you. All right. Uh, October 10th, 1903, in Sydney, Australia, they had a triple dead heat in the New South Wales race there between three horses, okay? Uh High Flyer, Lock Locky, and Bardini all came a dead heat. So they re-ran the race and another triple dead heat. Are you twice in a row? Twice in a row. Holy cow. All right, 541. To the phones, we have a contestant. It looks like, is that Mike? Is that right, Founder? Do we have a mic on there? I could be reading the wrong thing there. A Mia? Mimi? I don't know. Who, who's, who was? You're on the radio. Who is this? This is Roxanne. Hey, my Roxanne. Oh, I wouldn't even get it close. Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now, are you, are you uh, looking for the tickets, are you? Yes, please. Okay. Now, uh, Pete Davis and Flounder, have we decided what we're going to do here? Uh, what, what's our uh, question, Pete? Uh, well, anybody? typical, we don't have a plan, so we'll just figure one out on air. Well, why don't we just give her the tickets? Anyway, uh, how long have you been listening to the program there, Roxanne? Gonna... Well, uh, Pete, do you have a question A question for her? You want to do it? I mean, I don't know whether I she knows I thought she was going to try and uh, to use a Christmas line. Well, we never said what the, what the uh, what we were going to do to give it the tickets away. <laughs> I kind of I let us down here. I'm the show we did. Oh, well, okay. hell, Roxanne. Uh, now, uh, do you, uh, now, are you a fan of Jordan Peterson, or have you ever uh, t- known about him or talked about him or anything or heard about him? Yeah, my my husband and I listen to him all the time. All right, we're going to give you the tickets. You got the tickets, baby. Absolutely. Dr. Jordan P. Peterson and his We Who Wrestle With God tour, State Farm Arena, March 15th, this next March. He's a professor, psychologist, author, psychiatrist, podcaster. And uh, if anybody else wants to buy tickets, you go to livenation.com and you can do it. He'll be at the State Farm Arena, March 15th. And I hope you have a great time there. And uh, hold on a second, uh, Roxanne. We'll make sure that DeFlander has all the information we need. And have a great time. I I hope you really enjoy it. And Merry Christmas. Christmas to you, too, by the way. And put her on hold. Okay, there you go. I-542. And big, oh, no, no, it's, it's I, well, you know, we're just and sitting scene. here. And cl- <laughs> And that's 30 from the sports desk. <laughs> One of my guys said, well, God, never mind. I was going to tell a Kimmer story. Never mind. Uh, 543. This, do you have another uh, fl- Flounder's Funny maybe in the next last segment? And, or yeah, maybe, let me get this person's uh, information. Yeah, yeah. Later, next segment. Not, not right now. I, just, I was just checking. No sense in checking while we're during a break. <laughs> I'd rather do it live. Get off his back. Well, yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> That's right. It keeps it dark in here, so I don't know whether he's around. <laughs> Open up and forget about him. <laughs> leave him alone. He's got crap to do. <laughs> Uh, this, this is why you should sleep naked. Uh, and there, I, well, I'm, I'll read this to you. There was, this, and let's see who does this. A, a physiotherapist a company, okay? According to this sleep expert, physiotherapist expert, your birthday suit is the best way to sleep. Your body temperature plays a crucial role in the timing of your sleep. It's linked to your circadian rhythm. That's the internal body clock that controls your sleep-wake cycle. Falling into a deep sleep is linked to cooling your body. So allowing your body to cool down by sleeping naked can signal to you that it's time to sleep. 
Oh, and now this expert said, writes this, too. This mm-hmm. is kinky. Going nude in the colder months could also help you heat things up beneath the sheets, leading to increased physical mm-hmm. and emotional intimacy. That's because okay. skin-to-skin contact increases the production of oxytocin, the hormone associated with love and bonding. Yeah, rub it in, why okay. don't you? <clears throat> so, Kimmer? Yeah. You, you, any guy over 50 knows why you don't go to bed naked. Yeah. That's, we all know that. And I told my kids that. <laughs> You're going to find me dead wearing sweatpants and a T-shirt. <laughs> it says, sleeping in the nude can improve your sleep and give people healthier skin. It's uh, sleeping nude supposedly reduces stress, anxiety, prevents weight gain, lowers the risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes, promotes va- oh, sorry, promotes uh, nature's window health for you ladies, increases male fertility, boosts self-esteem, and as the doctor describes earlier, can improve your romantic relationship. Okay. By the way, I didn't know this. They're yeah. saying now this uh, circadian rhythm method business, I think there's that's all legitimate. Uh, but that's why babies have to learn when, when the cycle is to be awake during the day and sleep at night. You have to teach them how to do it because they don't know when they're born. Uh, a, a circ walk, they call, is good for circadian rhythm walk. A quick walk outside as close to when you wake up as possible when the sun comes up will set your body internal clock rhythm and will help your energy level and your sleep patterns. Yeah. Go outside as soon as you can when you wake up in this the sunshine. All, you'll be fine. The, what's that? This is all great. You have to wrestle the burglar in your, in your naked yeah, body. Exactly. Yeah. Honey, I'm on the wrong side of the bed. You go see who's at the door. <laughs> 546 <laughs> with a Kimmer Feet and Flounder. <laughs> Morning Extra is the right way to start your day. And here's what you missed. Biden's 81. Yeah. He's already living on borrowed time. Really? I mean, think about it. It's a grueling job, both mentally and physically. This man can't do the job. He's proven to us every single day that he can't do the job. Things are going to get worse. The Morning Extra. Now every morning from 6 to 10 a.m. Only on Extra 106.3. Rhino here for my elves over at True Prep. Don't give a tie or socks or even that thoughtless gift card from a big box store. No. Show you put some care and thought into their gift by giving them a gift from one of the most unique stores in Atlanta, True Prep. And as an added bonus for every $50 value spent on a gift card, True Prep will give you a bonus card with a $5 added bonus. Stop by in Marietta on Cobb Parkway or online at trueprep.com. That's T-R-U-Prep.com. Prepare today for a worry-free tomorrow at True Prep. Millions of guys suffer from erectile dysfunction. That's one in four men. And I can tell you, I'm one of them. If you or someone you know suffer from ED, Peyronie's disease, or PE, here's 38-year emergency room doctor and founder of Total Body Therapy of Georgia, Dr. Eric Deal. Patients who enter my office are often frustrated, hopeless, depressed, and embarrassed. I understand the problem, and I'm going to help you fix it. There are lots of competitors that don't have the credentials that I have. When you go to other clinics, you're not going to see board-certified physicians with the experience that I have. When you come to our clinic, you're going to see me. There's just not one therapy that can solve these complex issues. I'll do a complete history and physical prior to any treatment that we use. 
Take it from me, Dr. Deal. When it's not hard, it's really hard. Call Dr. Deal for your free one-on-one evaluation and resolve your ED, thronies, or PE issues. Total Body Therapy of Georgia, 404-777-1911. 404-777-1911. Online at stopmyed.com. Step into the great outdoors with Realtree. Hi, I'm Bill Jordan, and I'm here to tell you about the incredible experiences that await you and your loved ones. Nothing brings families and friends closer than the great outdoors. At Realtree, we've dedicated ourselves to creating quality products and experiences that enhance your outdoor lifestyle. And did you know, Realtree is proudly based right here in Georgia. Our roots run deep here, just like our passion for hunting, fishing, and everything outdoors. Whether you're an experienced hunter or a novice angler, Realtree has everything you need to make your outdoor adventures a success. From assortment of gear and apparel to expert advice and tips, we've got you covered. Visit Realtree.com to discover a world of possibilities. Whether you're planning your next hunting trip or looking for the perfect fishing spot, Realtree.com has all the information you need. Realtree helps you connect with family and friends and make memories that will last a lifetime. Realtree, family, friends, and the outdoors. Normally on the morning show, we talk to everyone, but right now I want to talk to business owners. Hey, it's Tug. Do you need $250,000 or more to fulfill a dream of growing your business, buying a building, building a building, buying out your competition, or buying into a franchise? And look, all the banks, they're in turmoil right now. They're afraid to do anything or loan to anyone. That's why you need to consider my friends, the Frost family, at First Liberty Building and Loan. Go to firstlibertyga.com today. Fill out the simple form and see if you're a good fit for their program. See how they can help you even in these crazy economic times to grow your business. FirstLibertyGA.com. The Frost family have been helping businesses since the 90s. If you've got an opportunity, if you've got an idea, find out if First Liberty Building and Loan and the Frost family can help you achieve your goal. Make your dream come true. The banks aren't going to help, but now you have a secret weapon. The Frost family at First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn the biggest election coverage in the south from atlanta's only true conservative voice as the election draws closer and things get heated extra 1063 will bring you the voices you know and trust to sort through the muck the democrats in the media are right about this. Republicans, they have the best ideas, but they can't govern. And stream our coverage all day from anywhere on the Extra 106.3 app. Uh, look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer with Pete Davison, Paul Lauder at the controls. 552, this a pet shop, boys, huh? Uh, no. Uh, it's not ABBA or no. the Beatles or no, the Beatles. 
Tom Petty doing Tom Christmas Petty. song. There we go. I went, I went into Christmas rap. I, I like it. I like it. Decorations are on. Yes, what? It kind of says it again. Again? Christmas again? Oh, my gosh. Tom Petty. Well, we, we miss him. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. A uh, little Christmas, I guess. So. Our birthday list today includes Tim Reed. Venus fly, fly Trap is 79 years old today from WKRP in Cincinnati, among other things. Didn't he do the uh, uh, the Quavassier guy on, uh, on the no. Saturday Night Live or something? That was- wasn't that Tim Meadows? Tim Meadows. That oh, was Tim Meadows. Black man. Tim Reed, Kim yeah. Well, it's hard to, yeah. you know. Now, see, that's two racial things I had on my list I was going to do, and I did them anyway, but I was going to mark them off because racism is over, you mentioned earlier. Uh, on this day in history, 2006, the fine. <laughs> the fine. Well, okay, people don't know racism is over. It's done. Uh, totally different face. They yeah. have two totally different faces. Well, uh, the uh, 2006 on this day, the final pages of the FBI's surveillance on John Lennon are released. The FBI fought releasing this stuff for 25 years because they were setting the stage for today's FBI, run by the disgraced Christopher the Cossack Ray, the silent instigator behind the phony insurrection scandal to help the Biden crime family. The documents allegedly my ass. The documents show Lennon had ties to left-wing and anti-war groups in Britain, but he turned them down when they wanted him to start funding and opening a bookstore. For saying, he said, nah, leave me alone. <laughs> but he was on their side. And on this day in 2008, a thief in a hoodie wearing gloves seen breaking into the front door of Paris Hilton's home in Sherman Oaks, California. He ransacked her bedroom and stole $2 million worth of jewelry. And it was on this day that George Washington in 1777 led his army of 11,000 troops to Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, to camp for the winter. 554, Kim Pete and Flounder. How about a little, uh, little something special to get uh, Pete Davis to work here, Flounder? What do you think? There we go. 554. Also, we got a little comedy bit coming up. We're running out of time. We're trying to get it all in because we got tweets and we got Pete. And what the hell? We got a little something called Pete's tweets. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, look out. <laughs> Give One of the time. weather channels tried to bring some Christmas cheer by giving the temps in towns that fit the season, oh. like North Pole, New York, uh, where it was 21 degrees, yeah, okay. or Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, yeah. where it was 25, yeah. or Santa Claus, Indiana, or huh? Christmas, Florida. Uh, but they believe they went a bridge too far yeah. with Donner Lake, California. Uh, uh, I don't think party? Donner Lake was named after one of Santa's reindeers <laughs> unless the sleigh broke down in a blizzard and Donner had to eat Blitzen and Santa. <laughs> the Donner party, my God, man. Donner. That's one of the funniest things. It's when you go to a restaurant, uh, your name, please, Donner, party Donner of five. Donner, party of five, yeah. <laughs> Donner, party. then later, Donner, party of four. <laughs> Donner, party of three. Uh, Our crack engineer, Mike. Yes. It enjoys a good joke, and Mike has sent this one to us. All right, sir. Uh, let's see. Next time you're feeling down, remember yeah. life is all about perspective. Yeah. He's got a friend, Mike does, who has sex two to three times a day, exercises twice a day, and reads two books a week. 
Yet every day he complains about how much he hates prison. <laughs> oh, hey. That's probably, that anonymous sex is the worst kind when you're in prison. I... <laughs> and by the way, what do naughty Italian kids get for Christmas? Uh, the fungu, huh? A piece of tootie, uh, uh, scosta mata, uh, bacala, huh? I, I was married to an Italian. You having a stroke? Or no, my, my mother-in-law was Parmi Shanfrini. So, you know, and Gregorio Russo were my oh. first uh, uh, parents-in-law. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so what, what uh, Italian, Italian kids Italian get? kids, yeah. they get gift certificates to the Olive Garden. Oh, no, bad Italian kids. <laughs> and he had to eat all the food, too, including the breadsticks. I love, I love Olive Garden. I'm sorry. I I'm not Italian. I could love Olive Garden. I haven't been there, I'll bet you, in 30 years. Oh, they're all afraid of Forever. Sauces Olive Garden, there's one by my house. I used to eat there a good bit. Really? Yeah. I it's easy because you just go to the bar, you can get like a... Didn't you used to have really good, like, a, a, get a, a, soup a and shrimp eat. and, and, uh, and uh, what am I thinking of, uh, appetizers and a great uh Well, you get free stuff. you get free breadsticks and salad. Pasta. Yeah. And then they have, like, you can build your own pasta and you can get... Yeah. And a free a breadsticks and salad's got to be a good way to go if they have a good kind of dressing. There you are. Yeah, us Anglos can like it. Well, there you are. (laughs) No question about it. There you go. Uh, By the way, I'm very. Have we got time for a flounder's funny here? It's less than two minutes, right? I'll bet you. Coming up here in a second. Apple is stopping the sales of its latest watches. Uh, the uh, the uh, Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 are being stopped now because of, a, of some kind of retail store thing involving uh, a patent dispute. And I was just going to get the watch so I could start watching Thursday Night Football on my wrist. And now I won't be able to get it because they're not selling it anymore because they got the, you got to fight everything in court here. Your Apple Watch people. Oh, no. I can't believe it. Anyway, hello, founder. Do we have time for a founder's funny? Here On average, women use three times as many words a day as men. Because women speak in detail, and, and it's three times as many words a day. So what about a week, <laughs> a month, year? There are men who've been married in excess of 20 years. How many words have they had to listen to? And you could tell, you could tell the old veterans because they have a filter built in. They only hear their assignment. She'll just be talking to the grocery store. Milk. Cereal. Gas. And he's like, I'm going to go to the grocery store and get some cereal and milk. On the way back, I'm going to get gas in the car. And she's like, I'm glad you were listening. He's like, oh, yeah, I was listening. I was listening. She keeps looking at him. You leave that man alone. How long are you guys together? 16 years. His filter's almost there. <laughs> and who's, do we know who that is? That is Alonzo. What is his name? I don't know. Uh, well, we could, they could here. Google him. Anyway, uh, it's uh, Dark Barnes. It's 559 here with the camera, Pete and Flounder. Princess Diana's dress has set a world record in an auction house. The 1985 ballerina-length evening dress with illustrations sold for $1.1 million, 11 times the estimated original price of 100 grand. Uh, uh, padded shoulder pads, black velvet bodice, or bodice, I guess it is, embroidered stars, a two-tier royal blue organza skirt, sash, and bow. Anyway, Princess Di's dress, $1.1 million. Uh, And like the man said, the best way to get a one-armed liberal out of a tree, just wave at him. Anyway, hoorah, Semper Fi, I gotta go, you're killing me. It's only the camera with Pete and Flounder. Up the wrong side. I tried to blow the wrong side of the harmonica. (laughs) Keep going, baby, I'll work it out, I'll move. (laughs) Look out, 6 o'clock.
<laughs> Mercy. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 